Blog Talk Radio.
Father, we praise your holy name. Father God, we thank you. Father, I am glad. I'm just so glad to be praising you and just giving you worship and thanking you. Father, I just, all of us should be so happy to be able to even have the time uh, now in the midst of the things that are unfolding across the, the earth right now to be able to set aside that special time to be alone with you. And we praise you for that, Father. We thank you for the time that we're able to wake up a little bit earlier in the morning uh, when there's no noise outside, no dump trucks, dumping trash, or whatever the you know the distractions are that may occur. Father, we just pray if, if that is not the time for us, that we spend special time with you alone in that secret place of the Most High, uh, late at night before we go to bed, whenever it is that we can get away from the family, shut the doors, and spend time in praise and worship of you, Father, because you are so awesome. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that every single one of us, we admit that we do not and probably will never come to a place where we love you as much as we ought, and we pray that you will pour out a special anointing upon each one of us, Father, that we will fall utterly and absolutely absolutely head over heels and utter, just completely in love with you, Father, seeing the greatness of the universes, the understanding the glorified realms, the trillions of life forms, the incredible uh, 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 multiple dimensions that we do not understand, understanding that these things are presented to us as an opportunity to be able to uh, become fellow sufferers or metacoy of our Lord Jesus Christ and maybe even earn that, 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 that precious privilege of maybe being uh, one of those that are chosen uh, not just called. And we just thank you, Father, for the opportunity to you lay, that, that you have given us, even in the midst of these very dark days that are very hard for many of us to be able to deal with. For those of us who, who have um, a sponge-like empathy for the, the difficulties and the darkness that is happening across the world, the people that are dying, the, the suffering that is occurring, uh, in, you know, not just over in Ukraine, but in a whole lot of other places across uh, all, all, all of the different continents and all of the uh, various countries, Father, it is exceedingly difficult to be able to just, you know, to even function. We have to almost cut ourselves off from it in order to be able to uh, maintain some sort of normalcy in our emotional uh, 
uh, a composure, Father, and we just pray that you will continue to anoint us. If we have things that, you know, uh, that, that cause us to slip up or, uh, you know, uh, possibly, you know, veer a little bit off or break through, in some cases, through the guardrail of the narrow path, Father, we just pray in the name of Jesus that you will help us to understand exactly what those things are, that you, that you will chasten us, Father, according to you, uh, your, your loving kindness and, and, and your incredible mercy, that we will be ready for the days that we have ahead. And not only will we will we be ready, but we will not shy back from the opportunity that you have laid before us, and we will walk in the things that you have written about us in our books before we were born, possibly even before there was time. Father, we praise you and we thank you for the days that we are in. We pray that you will continue to strengthen us, pour out an anointing so that we fall absolutely, utterly, totally in love with you. And Lord Jesus, that we see you and your face only in the midst of all of the, the trials and tribulations and the difficulties that, that, are, that, that we see heading directly at us that many people are experiencing in different parts of the world, even right now. And, that, and, and, and we know this darkness, you know, just in accordance with your word, Father God, it, it stands to reason, never mind the um, uh, untold number of prophecies that have warned us in advance of the things that are coming even to our individual countries. Father, we just pray in the name of Jesus that you will fill us with the presence of your Holy Spirit. Uh, get us to a place that, with, that, where we are walking in an absolute accord with all things uh, that are you, all things that are your will, and that that anointing of the Holy Spirit will continue to kind of mold us and shape us, renew our mind, uh, teach us more and more how to pray, teach us more and more, Father God, in the name of Jesus, how to, to, to be able to um, uh, use spiritual warfare tactics to ward off and completely destroy the, the works of the enemy before they even have a chance to come against us. And Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that these prayers will be heard, that they will jettison the top of the pile of petitions that are coming, uh, making it into the throne room, Father, for those of us who have been uh, blessed but also challenged by uh, you know, an, an, an extra understanding of the things that are happening around the world today. Father, I used to say 10 years ago, uh, you know, maybe eight years ago during on the radio show that we were in the upper 2% of the class. Well, Father God, at this point, it's starting to, it's, you know, there's a lot of people that are catching up with us. We praise you for each one of them. If there was a, you know, maybe a 10, 10, 10, 10 different levels of understanding, many of our fellow brothers and sisters are making it to maybe a two or a three or a four, uh, maybe even a five, but we're not at the same level. We need to continue to have love. We need to gently nudge, uh, not, not dump, not, not do brain dumps and not barrage them with endless emails that'll that'll cause them to think that we've lost our minds but father to be able to gently touch them with the presence of the holy spirit to help them understand that there's more than meets the eye to the things that are going on across the world and they are definitely not going to be in alignment with the popular uh, narrative that the vast majority of the world has been deceived by and we praise you for helping us to understand these things oh my gosh all the way back 15 20 years ago and we thank you father god for uh that awakening as early on as it was because it, it prepared us for the days that we are in right now that are so beyond we, we, it, it cannot even be formed the words there are no words the oxford english dictionary the entire hebrew text it does not matter you can there are no words that can describe the magnitude of the deception that is occurring across the world today and how things are jettisoning forward into the into revelation chapter six father god we praise you because it's just amazing it's astonishing to even understand that the words that introduced the various radio shows the over four thousand we've done for the last 11 years, uh, you know, spoke even in the introduction about us being tossed into or jettisoned or thrown into Revelation chapter 6. And here we are, we find ourselves in the midst of Revelation chapter 6.
Olympics, and we realize that this could be the last. If 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 our if there is uh, a, a proper understanding of the last, um, uh, you know, of Daniel 70's 70th week prophecy, and that there is, you know, 3.5 years and 3.5 years back to back, we know for certain beyond any shadow of a doubt that the last 3.5 years, 42 months, times times half time, uh, and even one hour, as it is uh, used in, uh, in in chapter 17 of Revelation, Father, we pray that those metaphors that are representative of the period of the Great Tribulation. We pray in the name of Jesus, if this is true, and our understanding of the 3.5 years of very difficult times that are part of the first half of Daniel 70, Daniel's 70th week prophecy. Father God, if that be true, we know now, beyond any shadow of a doubt, that we are in that last uh, that, that 3.5 years of very difficult, dark, dark times, uh, and, and we don't know. We have no idea, and we just praise your holy name. We have a whole lot of hope, but we don't know for sure, but we know we are definitely in the season. We know that it is highly likely that we could be in, a, in, in the in the in the three point five years of the first first half of Daniel seventy seventieth week, and we thank you for helping us to understand these things and not to have fallen into the deception, not to have fallen into the uh, you know the the misunderstandings of the scripture that have been so pre- prevalent over uh, wow hundreds of years of time, and to be able to re relearn re you know take the the, the foundations that are still you know potentially valid to some extent and to be able to map them back to the Bible and apply them to the things that are happening today. We praise you for that understanding. We thank you for preparing us and we pray in the name of Jesus that if there is anything, anything that will, would even stand even an inkling in our way uh, to be in alignment with your will, to be as uh, obedient to you as we possibly can, Father, can continue to correct our course, continue in the name of Jesus to raise up before us the things that we should not be doing, the things that we should not be thinking, the things that we should not be feeling, and Father God, renew our mind, renew our heart, renew every part of our makeup, Father God, that we can be what we, we, what we are, what we are, and that is minor gods. Have I not said ye are gods, Jesus said in John 10, 34. And we praise you, Father God, for the understanding of Psalm 82. We thank you, Father God, for helping us to understand who we are. We praise you for helping us to understand that that which is bound in heaven or bound on earth is bound in heaven. That which is loosed on earth is loosed in heaven and understand what that means. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that our understanding of who we are in this universe, that who we are as a royal priesthood, First Peter 2, 9, that, that, thing, that, that these powers and that the power of the name of the Lord Jesus through us is what is going to change this earth for, and change the eternities for so many of the people that are going to fall victim in fear and horror in the days that we have ahead. Father, we need your blessing, your anointing to fall upon us, to be over completely. Our cup must overrun with love, for perfect love cast out all fear. And we must operate in perfect love. For in perfect love, there is no fear. We thank you, Father God, and we praise you for every opportunity that you have laid before us. You are our Abba, Father, and we thank you. Lord Jesus, help us to keep our eyes affixed upon yours as the days progress. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Watch and pray For I would come For you one day 
I gave you my word so you would know. The time I'd come and take you home. It's time for you to look around. The signs I gave for coming down. Don't be called to sleep and die. You don't want me left behind. Come and be home. 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 Well, all right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, looks like the, you know, by some miracle or accidental coincidence, or maybe even a divine touch from the Lord, praise God. I'd always like to prefer that that is going to be the case. Although, I tend to be, you know, far less uh, forward about my notions. You know, I realize that our that you know there is a three-way thing going on. There's the presence of the Holy Spirit. There's our own free will. And then, of course, there's the buffeting and the uh, fiery darts that we have to deal with, in some cases, from the demons of darkness uh, that make up, you know, our thoughts, our minds, what we think, how we feel, and all that kind of stuff. So I tend to be very uh, conservative in um, my – but I'll tell you what, I'm very happy uh, that it appears, at least for the time being, that the Golden J.I.B. Studios here in lovely Tampa, Florida, come and visit us someday, right, kids? You can go to Disney World, right? I mean, that's where you want to go. I mean, Disneyland, Disney World, that's Disney World here. Because Disneyland, I guess, is in uh, California, I suppose. I mean, what's the difference? I don't know. One's a land, one's a world. <laughs> the world is in Florida. Everybody come to Florida where we have no COVID. We never did have any COVID. We never did have to wear any masks. And we never did. Okay, I'm just kidding. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Go Ron DeSantis. All right. No, I'm not into politics, you know, because we are citizens of heaven. Philippians 3.20. Hallelujah. Our citizenship is in heaven. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And that that's really how it has to be. I've been t- trying to, you know, <laughs> verbally beat that into people's heads, you know, <laughs> metaphorically speaking, um, you know, now for a long, long time to help people understand, you know, it is about the body of Christ and the body of Christ is part uh, of 195 major countries, 243 uh, major and minor uh, island nation countries. And, um, you know what? That's a lot of people. Eight billion people. Can you get your arms around that? Can you really think about it? I mean, we, I was having this conversation with Brother Lauren Peterson. Uh, we're going to slide him back to this uh, the second to the last Wednesday or whatever of every month. And I'm, I'm going to move my open day uh, to where we put Stephen Ben Noon on the last show, which was really great. Praise God. Um, he did, you know, ask me when I might be available to join him. But then I also had to let him know that I can't, you know, do like a live 
Uh, he likes to do live Skype kind of things where he has, you know, the person there and their face and all that. I can't do live stuff because if, uh, yeah, it's just because of the nature of my work. The nature of my work and my profession is such that, that if I ever, you know, if I if that ever got out, I'm done. Uh, it's, as a matter of fact, like I say, all the time, it is a miracle that I'm still employed at all. And it really is. I mean, it really, really is a miracle. And I could give testimonies and tell you what happened and how the director of the group, you know, you know who, you know, and he's he's the guy who does the firing and hiring and all that. And uh, I, I'm not going to go there. I won't give you the whole testimony. It takes up too much time. We don't have a lot of time because I want to spend some time tonight playing some audio snippets of things that you need to hear. Okay, things that you might have seen out there, things that you may have considered listening to, uh, but you know, maybe you had to do your taxes or uh, maybe you had to clean the fish tank like I need to do um, you know and, and I don't it's not just a regular fish tank cleaning it's kind of major I actually if I do it properly I got to take out well I may not have to take out the old the the old cascade filter uh, right away I might leave that alone for the bio the bio whatever the bio stuff that has to happen because uh, you know if you make too many changes at one time you know it'll the fish can die uh and then uh but i might add the other two new filters that i'm switching over to uh because they're easier to, they're a thousand times easier to deal with and, and to clean and everything so i think i'm but anyway i might go ahead and do that tomorrow morning i got to figure out what i'm going to do i got I, I normally um i spend time in prayer in the morning um you know and then um quite honestly I, i'll be you know as frank you know i wear my heart on my sleeve all right you know i i call this you know program sort of an example of applied christianity because I share my own personal struggles because none of us are perfect. Now, there are people out there that, you know, because of their life circumstances or whatever the case may be, uh, you know, they and their walk and the things that they've, you know, been, um, you know, exper experienced throughout their life or whatever the case, maybe because of their age. Um, you know, there's a lot of dynamics that play into who we are, why we are, what the way that we are, maybe, you know, who knows? So we're not all made up you know our makeups are not the same our emotional makeups are not the same we don't respond to things emotionally the same way some of us are more um, uh, susceptible to trauma some of us are more emotional sponges and far more uh, highly sensitive you know HSPs highly sensitive people uh, you know we rank we rank on the scale of 120 we're ranked up above 15 you know which is like an empath and and you know that comes with that you know what comes with that is actually you know it's a very very difficult walk uh, the darker things get, you know, when you're when you're being touched by people from all over the world that are going through really horrible things. For example, let me just give you an example. Um, you know, I, I could, you know, I'm not going to go into this big, you know, diatribe about, you know, the spokes on the wheel and I'm stuck in the middle of it and I got it coming from like 7,000 different directions because I do. And, and it is from, you know, unbelievers, believers, people that want to, you know, disparage me and say mean things, which I try to avoid as much as possible, of course. And then, um, you know, and then, of course, the work stress and everything else. And then I find out, yeah, you know, tomorrow at not, not at 10 a.m which would have been just a beautiful thing if that were the case but no it has to be at 2 p.m. in the afternoon I got to do a, uh, a meeting in the middle of my vacation time which was supposed to be four days of vacation which which is a total blessing but then it's getting interrupted because it turns out that this billion dollar bazillion dollar you know global company decided that they want to have a uh, you know executive out brief uh, one hour meeting at two o'clock tomorrow afternoon which you know kind of just sucks
sucks, Balut. Uh, and if you don't know anything about Balut, just go ahead and go to Wikipedia, type in B-A-L-U-T, Balut, and then, you know, take a trip over to Logopo City in the Philippines and walk around and look at the little kids selling Balut in the basket. And just remember that when you hear them going, Balut, you need to run the other way as fast as you possibly can. All right, you do not want to ever suck Balut because it is not a pleasant thing. All right, now I'm not going to give you all the details. You can look it up if you want to. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. But anyway, we, we you know, we're, uh, you know, so I, so I got that thrown at me. So right in the middle of my four days off, where which is supposed to be a total disconnect, but it can't be for me. I, I would like it to be a total disconnect. Um, but well, well, quite quite frankly, the um, the TV series that I was binging on and using as a uh, you know a comedic a brief, you know, a, you know, a way to disconnect from the world uh, for a little while. You know, I do it in spurts. You know, an hour here, hour here, sometimes two or three hours on a given day or whatever. You know. It's it's nice, you know. You you, you, you sit, sit back, have a couple of glasses of wine, um, you know, and laugh and 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 forget about all the death, destruction, mayhem, and ugly. Uh, and that's putting it lightly. I mean, the stuff that's going on around the world. And when you know the stuff that we know, you know the stuff that Zen knows, you know the stuff that Dr. George Jeffries Pugh knows, you know the stuff that Stephen Ben Noon knows, you know the stuff that you know. When you know, and half the time we don't even talk about the things that we actually know because they're so dark, they're so filthy, stinking, nasty, dark that you just really just you don't even want to revisit them yourself because when you were learning them, you went through trauma. Okay. So sometimes, you know, you know like, like we say all the time, you, you, there are certain things you can't unsee. Well, there are also th- certain things that you can't unhear. Okay. So if you went down the journey that I've gone down, uh, you certainly don't want to go back down that journey again. You'd rather just steer clear of it as much as possible. Also, my BP was up pretty high, so I had to take a little bit of extra medication. So I'm going to be taking a pause now on that. Like right now, I got two 32-ounce squeezies full of ice water. Unfortunately, my ice was running a little low, so it'll get, but whatever. All right, praise God. So, um, so tonight, because uh, brothers, as as always, when we have brothers in and enjoy jo- uh, join joining us uh, on these nights, um, uh, they come, like to come on at nine and go from nine to ten because Zen has some stuff and you know that you know he's got to do. And um, anyway, so um, that gives me just a wee bit more time to share some things, which actually is interesting because tonight I actually do have extra stuff that I want to take the time, and I got to stop right now i got to stop babbling uh to get it out to you i need to get it out to you because i know how life is i know that sometimes i know how it is I, people send me stuff all the time and they want me to watch the whole movie you know they that's just how it is and then you know they'll be kind a lot you know a lot of them most of them will actually be very kind and they'll be like i know you probably didn't have enough time to look at the movie but i kind of hope that you did and you know and i love you and i hope that you did and then i feel guilty and then i'm like you know i'm like you know i'm taking a shower and i got my phone like propped up in the corner while i'm trying to get a shower you know playing this video because i'm like kind of like you know going thinking i'm feeling bad you know guilty for not watching the video and uh or watching only part of it or whatever and you know it's just it's just how it is um praise god thank you jesus and it's like you know and and and, and i'm not discouraging you i mean if you feel led jbaptist777 at gmail.com a lot more people are starting to communicate with me now because they're waking up they're you know they're they may have been old timers that were listening to the program you know that have been with the program for you know and maybe back in 2011 2012 and they're waking back up again i've been pumping a lot I, i'm not doing full-blown articles as a general rule i do have 
have the one article that's about the uh, Ukraine Nazis that is very, very big, very, very long, because I was doing the best that I could to try to stitch together a very long, complicated, because most people, even very smart people, people that I know, people that I work with, uh, very few of them I can talk about this, maybe two or three people I can even mention it to. That, you know, There's more that are woken up than are, that I know about, but I just got to be very, very careful. And let them sort of open the door and say, boy, this stuff is really weird. Or or they hear from somebody else that I'm like the company, you know, conspiracy terrorist expert. And so then they like reach out to me on Teams or whatever. And they like, what do you think about this? And then it's like, okay, don't pull my string, dude, man. because You don't have enough hours to listen to what I think about it. But anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I love the opportunity whenever I'm given it. I was at the store the other day. Praise God. This is holy ground. You want to watch out for this. I don't leave the house very often. But a lot of times when I do leave the house, the Lord will put somebody in front of me. And thank you, Jesus. I was over at Walgreens picking some things up and standing in line, and there was a guy in front of me. Um, I think it was Muslim, he, he, but he could have been just like Christian. Who knows? You, you don't know. You can't judge. You know, but I don't know. But he, he just you know, had, had the appearance, if you will. And, um, uh, and, and he was counting like the last 3 or $4 of what he owed out of coins. And I'm like, okay, forget this noise. No way. This is an awesome opportunity. God has put it right in front of me to witness to this guy. So I walk around the line and I'm like, okay, there's not going to be any, nobody's going to count any change. There's no counting change. The Lord Jesus Christ has blessed me and he's about to bless you. Praise God. And I pulled out my phone. I hit the little thing, you know, and it started to go bop, 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 you know, the, the little, you know, where you can tap it, you know, you can tap your phone. And I tapped it on the thing and I paid for his bill. And he's like, you're trying to give me money. And I'm like, no. No, this is from Jesus, brother. This, I, be blessed in Jesus' name. God bless you. The woman behind the counter is practically about ready to, you know, she's jumping around going, God bless you. God bless you. I mean, it was, like, it was a big moment, and that's what you need to do. You need to make things a big moment. You don't just sneak up there and quietly hand them $20 and then tippy-toe back over and you'll in the line. That is not what God wants you to do. God wants you to get out there. God wants you to say, this is from Jesus. And you know what? You're not telling a fib. Because first off, if, it, if Jesus wasn't in you, you wouldn't do it in the first place. So you know it was from Jesus. And then the second reason is you don't have your you have your job when Jesus owns you, when He has paid the price, when you know, and all that, and He is in you. And you know, I'm not going to sit here and quote a bunch of scriptures. You know what I'm talking about. Then guess what? You yes, of course it's from Jesus. You have your job. You're able to do that because of the blessings of our Lord. All right, praise God. And you need to be vociferous about it. You need to be out face of everybody in the line, but you need to say it loud enough that other people hear that the Father may be glorified in the Son. John 14, 12, 13, and 14, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. This is what it's all about. You need to glorify God. When you are when you are commanding some kind of evil thing that somebody's trying to stick in your arm, or you are, you know, whatever, God wants you to be overt about it. Okay, our, our Father God is a quid pro quo God. You don't get the blessings in Psalm 91. You don't get to be her Ingram. I'm not picking on her. I, I pray that she's a really good Christian, and I hope she is. Okay, but when she was like, you know, on, on TV, uh, telling everybody, you know, we all need to be praying Psalm 91 now. And I'm, I was glad that she said it, but she, you know, she doesn't understand. It doesn't apply to just every regular, everyday Christian. Psalm 91 only applies to those who
to abide in the secret place of the Most High. That is a major commitment. That is time that you set aside to spend on your knees with the Father every day praying through, which is one of the reasons why I put once again uh, how Satan stops our prayers with the testimony version of the prayer vigil up on Friday night. Not just because I had some time off and I wanted a little bit of private time, but also because that message cannot be played enough. Okay, that message and also the one that I did on baptism in the Holy Spirit, which is the one right before that, uh, you know, and speaking in tongues, because a lot of people, I got I got some emails. Uh, that one flew around. Uh, one person sent, you know, and was like, Johnny, that was the greatest thing. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad that you did that prayer vigil. I gave it to a friend of a friend of a friend, and they were all like going, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So it gets, stuff gets around. Hallelujah. And, and so does it get around when you go up to that person and you say, look, this is from Jesus. I am giving this to you because it's coming from the Lord Jesus Christ. And you pay their bill, you let them know, and they're going to sit there and their eyes are going to bug out. I mean, I, I had one time that I was, uh, uh, you know, I, I, oh my gosh, I love these opportunities. We should all love these opportunities. They're a blessing. It's holy ground. God's given us chances to change people's lives forever when these things happen. We must not miss those chances. Okay, there was, you know, one time when I was at a gas station and, um, you know, it was like a, a penny counting a moment and um and th- th- this girl was trying to, th- th- to pay for gas and uh and she was like counting pennies she's like pulling out nickels and dimes and pennies to try to get a little bit of gas in her tank and i'm like forget about that put the pennies away how much you fill up your tank come in and tell me how much it is and i was very overt about it i'm like come on this is crazy come on let's do this and i i paid paid the bill for her and everything you know the whole thing filled up her tank to the top and this one guy that was standing in line. I don't even. I've never seen the guy before. You know, he's. You know, most people would be like, you know, kind of like a 1970s long-haired hippie people, you know, and and, and that kind of thing. But it, you know, but he 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 right in the middle of the line of the um, uh, mobile gas station. This guy goes, dude, man, you're gonna change the world, you know, and and you're gonna create a revolution. He actually said that in front of everybody because I paid for this lady's gas. Turns out she was a nurse. She was very low on money. She didn't have enough money to fill up her tank to even get to work. Okay, so these are the opportunities that we need to be very, very, very watchful of because that is God giving us holy ground. But do not, do not make the mistake of not being overt about it. You need to say this is from Jesus. Oh, great. Now I'm choking on my own self. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So that on top of, of course, my blood pressure and having to drink like incredible amounts of water. Mm. Uh. All right. Praise God. All right, kids, are you ready? Let's get going here. We got work to do. Are you ready, kids? Come on, snap out of it. All right. Kids, how do you make an octopus laugh? Make an octopus laugh. With ten tickles, <laughs> you know, ten tickles, tickle, 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 tickle. kids, come on. <laughs> All right, kids, how about this one? Why can't Elsa have a balloon? Why can't Elsa have a balloon? Because she will let her, because she will let it go. Okay, I don't get that one, so I guess I'm going to get a boo, huh? <laughs> I don't know, kids. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Why, why, why can't Elsa have a balloon? Because she will let it go. 
I don't know. What is that? Where did that come from? Oh, my gosh. All right, we'll try one more, kids. One more. You know, cut me a break here. I'm doing the best I can. All right, kids, why did the dinosaur cross the road? Why did the dinosaur cross the road? Because chickens weren't born yet. <laughs> kids, what do you think about that one? Come on, give me a break. All right. Okay. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Now, you know, while I'm not okay, first I want to read this to you. Now, you now don't don't grab your heart and fall off your chair. I had a feeling this was going there were, there was going to come a time uh, that the Lord would start to slowly release. Now, now granted, I'm I'm still of the opinion that 99.9% of the prophecies that are out there are coming from seducing spirits which is part of the reason why I replayed how Satan stops our prayer, because that the, 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 the understanding of why so many otherwise really good Christians would be hearing from seducing spirits is in that last prayer vigil, which was a recorded, repeated podcast. I can't play that enough. If I can get that to two more people every time I play it, or three more people, or 50 more people, whatever the case is, if they forward it, they send a link to somebody because they're like, oh my gosh, you've got to hear this. That is vital. We have come to a time where there's no more monkeying around. I'll get to that in a second. But I also had a feeling that we would eventually get to a place where some of the best of the best prophets that we have read over the years would get back into better synchronicity with the Father. The seducing spirits might cut back a little bit, and we would get a good word now and then. Now, um, you know, and some of them have kind of just like they're just doing like repeats. Uh, I don't I don't understand it, I, and I'm not going to worry about it. All right, what I will say is praise Jesus. Uh, Sister Bonnie from Vaughn's blog has come forward, uh, and the Lord is using her in a mighty way. I have never seen, never once, not once, not one time, never, 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 ever have I seen a single prophecy that this woman has uh, spoken through the Lord that was even tilted to the left or tilted to the right. It was always direct on, spot on, thank you, Jesus. And I have printed many of them out, and I have highlighted them, put them into folders, and I repeat them from time to time, and I have historically over the years. Now, she has recently come out with a new one. The Lord put her on kind of like a hiatus, which I'm not so surprised about, considering the period of time of the seducing spirits that we've been going through. Now then, I'm going to read this to you, because this is, once again, spot on. This is from Saturday, March 12th, uh, 2022, and it is directly for the day that we are in right now. We need this word, and I'm going to read to you, hallelujah, at this time. Here we go. Okay, praise God. So uh, I was just informed that the microphone sometimes goes into a little bit of overdrive, which doesn't surprise me because Windows 10 
has made some adjustments. Now, what I'm doing is I'm bringing down uh, the amplitude a little bit, the microphone, as easily as I might, you know, when I get excited. Yeah, it's a good change. Don't get me wrong. It's a good change that they made to the, sub, the sound subsystem on Windows 10 in the last update. That's a good change. However, it comes with a... Uh, something that, that bottom line is you can now overdrive your mic and you used to not be able to do that. All right. So anyway, I, I am making some adjustments. It's working a little bit, not quite as I, well as I would expect it to. So, uh, but at least I'm sensitive to the fact that it, 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 it does allow me to overdrive the mic. Okay. Now that never used to be the case. Um, and um, so it's good that you can you can overdrive the mic. So the option is available. Uh, it's not that you want to overdrive the mic, but what you want to be, have the ability to do is not have what's called an ALC or an automatic level control. For those of you who do understand sound or electronic sound or whatever, and soundboard and mixers, you don't want to have. You want to be able to drive it to its maximum capacity, uh, but you don't want to overdrive it. And while Windows has finally stopped dorking with the ALC, and they're letting you make adjustments that actually work for a change, which is good, uh, but on the flip side of that, it, you can overdrive your mic, all right, which, you know, is a new adjustment, which I have the dork around with, but whatever. Welcome to my world. All right, praise God. But anyway, I want to read this to you. This is very, very powerful. <clears throat> Saturday, March 12th. This is from Bob's blog. And all right, and Bonnie's a retired paralegal secretary in Australia. All right, praise Jesus. And I, like I said, I have never gotten a single prophecy from her that I I could never ever find anything that was even slightly off. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Here we go. My children, I am here. I am always here with you. You are not walking this alone. <laughs> It's that emotional sponge thing that I have to deal with. So if I sit here and start bawling like a baby, just you're just going to have to deal with it, okay? You are not walking this alone, as I am always operating now from inside your heart. The words you pray are my words, for I have placed them there, because we are in harmony as one heart. How many times have I said, we're part of the Godhead? If Jesus is in us, we're part of the Godhead goes on, quote, you speak truth because it is my truth, which has been placed on your heart when you pray. Therefore, the words you pray are fulfilled because your prayers are my desires for you. As you speak the words in prayer as my truth, for you, you are raising the frequency in the natural realm around you with profound effect. And by the way, that's deep, okay? That's real deep. I could, I could talk about that for an hour. It goes on to say, and I quote, it is in this way that all around you shifts. I'm sorry, it's suing on the earth as it is my kingdom. No word of mine will go unfulfilled as I have my way in the earth. When I place a situation or a person on your heart, pray immediately and without hesitation. Listen again. I'm going to repeat this. It happens to me all the time. This prophetic word has confirmed what I felt in my spirit, but did not know. When I place a situation or a person, a situation 
or a person on your heart. In other words, you think about them and pay special attention to those situations or persons that you weren't thinking about two seconds earlier. Because it's it, it's that in your head that's out of synchronicity with what you were thinking of. So you're thinking about scrambled eggs, but all of a sudden you see somebody's face. Or you're thinking about scrambled eggs and whether or not you want to put some green bell peppers in them, and suddenly you think about the Ukraine or whatever. When I place, I quote, when I place a situation or a person on your heart, pray immediately and without hesitation. That's what I call drop, you know, stop, drop, and roll. That's a stop, drop, and roll prayer request. All right, you know, again, it, it's you know, kind of like putting out a fire. Well, guess what? The world is full of fires or demonic fires. We are, we are, we, God operates through us. Okay, Isaiah forty-three twenty-five. I, this is our Father speaking. I, even I, am He who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Keep me in remembrance, and let us contend. Very important. However, once God decides that judgment is time for judgment, you can pray against the Bible all you want to because deep down inside you're afraid that some guy from ISIS is going to come jumping through your picture window and chop your head off, but it ain't going to stop it. So you get perfect love cast down all fear and you should always be praying, your will be done, Father. Okay? But don't be praying because you're afraid. I mean, it says in the end of Revelation, it says people, you know, courage is important. I mean, I'm not, I won't go into a teaching on that, but I'm just saying courage is very important to the Father. All right. When I place a situation or person on your heart, I'm going to add this. Stop, drop, and pray. Okay? We need to be in, as best as possible, immaculate obedience at this time. If you want to have any hope of making the barley harvest rapture and get out of here on the first watch, hear these words. All right. Next up. Quote, the hour is much, much what most people understand. By the way, she's including all the Christians in the world. Your church, too, by the way. The hour is much, much later than what most understand. Everything is about to dramatically change. <laughs> you know, like as if it hasn't already, right? Okay, so get ready, folks. Buckle up. There's a lot more on the list. Quote, nothing can undo what I have already set in motion. What did I just say? Don't pray against God's will. Judgment is God's will. It's going to bring in the massive harvest of people because it's going to scare them out to death. There's no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole. And then we're going to go out and give them peace. That's how it works. Nothing can undo what I have already set into motion. As I have told you many times in the past, I am changing the times and the seasons and only those who walk with me in spirit residing in a secret place of the Most High and hear the true voice of the shepherd, our Lord Jesus. We will have the revelation that I am giving you that now is the time that has been spoken of, the time of the end. Oh, boy, this gets better, trust me. All right, now listen. 
with the many, many changes that, that are here, most will only realize confusion and suffering through their experiences. But as I transform my remnant, I will do mighty things in and through. Uh, let me make sure I don't. Yeah, in and through you, in the world, we'll know I am the creator. So again, right, right here, perfect alignment with the scripture. I just quoted Isaiah 43:25. In and through you, Ephesians 3:20. Uh, him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. In us. Thank you, Jesus. Probably overdrove the mic. Causes the. <laughs> oh well, I'll have to get used to it. I will do mighty things in and through you. In the world, will know I am the Creator. You, and you will only know my perfect peace. Isaiah twenty six three. I you. Keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon you, because he trusts you. Physician myself. Sick physicians are crying physicians. Pray for yourself first. Pray that Father will fill you with love overflowing. Got to have it. It's a prerequisite for everything that you do and think. Then Pray for your divine protection. Holy fire around you. Pray that that power of God will smite any enemy that even will against you. Do it daily. Because crummy physicians, you know, sick physicians are crummy physicians. you got to fix yourself first. Then you do all the other prayers for the situations or whatever the Lord puts on your heart. And pray through. Don't be mamby-pamby. And if you speak in tongues, you need to be speaking in tongues more now than you've ever done in your entire life. Because speaking in tongues allows you to go right past the deep of the darkness. They can't even see your prayers. They can't even see your prayers. And your prayers will not be hindered. All right. She goes on this. Uh, the Lord continues to speak and says, quote, The portals have been opened for much evil to be released in the past, in the past. But now... Just before I manifest, the darkness will grow very intense. Now, folks, I'm here to tell you that any time the Lord actually speaks, whether it be in the Word of God in the Bible or through a prophet that's hearing very well, like Bonnie is, I am here to advise you as best as I can. It's an understatement. The Bible is one of the biggest understatements ever. Okay, so when you read something and it says, do this or do that, it's an understatement. Okay, when God says in 2 Thessalonians 2.11b, he says, I, God, will send a strong delusion so that they will believe the lie. That is an understatement. Whatever you imagine in your head that that might be, you need to multiply it times 100. Okay, so when our Father says these words, the portals have been open. Um, the portals have been open for much evil to be released in the past, but now, just before I manifest, the darkness will grow very intense. Under highlight in yellow. 
It must be so that all is exposed as I measure hearts and motives. Okay, understand this. This is absolutely from the Lord. I know it as a fact. It's so beautiful. It is is the synergy and the harmony of – anyway, I'm going to read it again. It must be so so that all is exposed as I measure hearts and motives, motives. And you may, you may be like, what do you mean? No, I, this is all 100% scriptural. I could drown you in scriptures to support this. Even in Psalm 51, when David is praying to the Lord and beseeching his forgiveness, um, you know, he says, uh, as a matter of fact, thank you, Jesus, for letting my PC study Bible come out so quickly. Um, Psalm 51, it's right there. Uh, but I want to make sure I quote it properly. But it, it, it just – the synergy, the harmony, the spiritual – it just it blends together in this perfect, unbelievable – it's just amazing. But like even in Psalm 51, um, it says, uh, you know uh, – and I'm waiting for oh, – it's, it's, it's loading a bunch of stuff here. Hold on a second. Maybe I can pull it up over here while it's loading. All right, praise God. Let me see here. Psalm um, 51. All right, here we go. All right, that's King James. I don't want the King James. I don't want these and thous and Okay, yeah, my PC study Bible's taking a sweet old time, so it's off in la-la land. Um, all right, so – Okay, so listen to this. Four of Psalm 51. This is total synergy with what I just told, what the Lord just spoke in that prophecy. Against you, you only I have sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Did you hear me? That you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge, David said, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, what does it say over here? It must be so that all is exposed as I measure hearts and motives. That's why I tell people, if you've got anything in your house that you might even for a millisecond think about using as a weapon, and you do when you're potentially in danger or think you are going to be in danger, and you think about using that as a weapon, guess what? God is measuring your heart and your motive, and you have failed. And you better expect those things in your front yard to come right through that house because, God, you're going to you give away your protection at that point. If you trust earthly weapons and you don't trust the power of the name of the Lord Jesus, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, and you don't behave that way and it's not in your heart, trust that weapon more than you trust God and you will, well, you'll reap what you sow. All right, so just be advised. All right, it goes on to say, continue to be very circumspect in all things. In other words, constantly be looking at how you're thinking, what you're thinking, how you're feeling, what do you think about this, what do you think about that. You are. This is a First Corinthians 11, uh, verse 28, 31, 32. If we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we don't judge ourselves, we are judged, and God will chasten us. Continue to be very circumspect in all things. In where you travel, what you see, and especially those that you engage with. In other words, don't be – watch – I don't like this term. I don't like it, but I'm just going to say it because it is biblical. Watch where you put your pearls. Let's put it that way. 
because the pearls of wisdom that many the people or their listeners of this show have will get you thrown in freaking flipping jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay? So I didn't mean to offend anybody by using that colloquialism, but I'm just trying to make a point. Be very careful. Let the Holy Spirit witness to your heart. Pause before you speak it. Don't be like me on the radio show. The radio show is a little di- bit different of the thing. If God wants to, you know, let the demons of darkness fly a helicopter in here and take me out, then so be it. Hallelujah. I just hope it's quick. I don't really dig the whole idea of torture and stuff like that. That's kind of like, you know, forget that in a way. All right. Anyway, those who have not obeyed me and whose hearts are hardened will not understand things of my kingdom. But you, who have fully surrendered and are walking in obedience, have my full counsel, revelation, and wisdom from the throne. Because I am operating from inside your heart. Doesn't mean you're perfect. Doesn't mean you're perfect. None of us are perfect. Believe me, we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Jesus, until that which is perfect has come, which is Jesus. All right. And we are one. Ask me and I will answer. You now work in complete harmony with me. You are my ambassadors. I will now send my kings and priests out. That's us. And nothing that is sent against you will hinder the assignments and purposes that I have for you. Praise God. The mantle I have placed upon you carries with it much responsibility and accountability, and you walk now humbly, but also in much power and authority. Much comes against those I have brought into my army of first fruits. Be the barley harvest. First fruits. But know that you are surrounded on all sides with my protection, and nothing will stop you or harm you in uh, in completing that which I have purposed for you. Listen very closely now as I am giving you direct instructions. Even now, my angels stand armed and ready to act upon my commands to engage with you. You will do miracles, and many lives will be changed. Remember that all I send to you will see me. Walgreens paid the bill. I don't want your money. That's from Jesus. Goes on to say and closes with, there has never been a time like this in the past, and there will never be a time like this again. Rejoice. The latter rain is here. Yahshua. Jesus. Praise God. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now for our trumpet fanfare, because another revelation has been uh, you know, hey, hey, I'm humbly saying, uh, you know, and I'm going to share it with you. Here we go. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, let's see here. I'm getting, sounds like you're underwater, getting worse. Bubba, bubba, bub, very bad, but now can understand now. So I'm getting feedback from Sister Vera. It's perfect. Mike making funny sounds once in a while, like pitch sound and whistle sound. Is there anybody else out there that can give me some feedback? I'm going to go ahead and bring up my, um, because uh, it, it, sometimes that can be an internet thing. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and bring up my inbox. 
Um, sound problems. Now, I'm, I'm getting feedback. Again, Vera is having, she is seeing that I'm having a lot of sound problems. That is really weird because there's been absolutely zero changes to this computer uh, system uh, since the last program, which evidently worked out pretty well. Um, so I do not understand. Now, she says that she's listening from her iPad. Um, I don't know if that could be contributing. But anyway, if there is anybody out there listening, uh, anyone who has uh, Google Hangouts that you know talks to me or whatever, that can give me some feedback, Sister Nancy, I can also get a text message from anybody who wants to send it to me. But um, I would love to get a feedback from someone else on, uh, okay, Justin just sent in, a, a, it's, it's, John, it's very bad now. The microphone is cutting out constantly. Since the beginning of the program. Oh, no. I'm trying to think of what I can do to change that. Because everything is fine. Hmm. Okay. Uh, that's strange. All right. Um, hold on. All right. So I'll come over here to the line driver, properties, levels. Oh, look. It went back up to 100% on its own. Check, 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 test one, two, tabs, test one, two. All right, I'm going to leave this up. I'm going to keep it at 54%. Um, Sister Vera is, oh, wait a minute, it's going up on its own. So it is an ALC problem. It's climbing up on its own. Why would it be doing that? So evidently they have, Microsoft has changed. Yeah, it's going back up on its own. I don't understand why that would occur, but yes, they have obviously changed it, and it's moving on its own. It's not perfect. It says, Mike makes funny sounds once in a while, like pitch sound and whistle sound. She says there are still problems. Um, wow. I have so much important stuff to get out tonight. I don't have time to be dorking with this stuff. I don't even know. I don't even know if you're hearing me right. Oh, well. Praise God, thank you, Jesus. I, I do know that the uh, VU meter on the mic, here I can, I can try this. Hold on a second. All right, I'm going to cut back on the mic amplitude right there. And I'm also going to cut back on the mic thing right here. All right, see if I can accommodate. All right, does this sound any better, Sister Vera, or not? Um, I'm trying to make some adjustments. I don't know if it's working or not. Does it sound any better right now or no? Uh, now you were in a fish tank. <laughs> in a fish tank. <clears throat> okay. Um, that is so weird. I mean, I, I, I'm running out of ideas on how I can deal with this problem. Mm, thinking it through. Um, so it still sounds bad, Vera, right? Is that what you're saying? Um, I'll stand by for a response. I turned back the gain on the mic on the mixer a little bit just to see if that would help. I don't know. Still waiting for a response from Vera. Uh, a little better, but you should do the phone. Oh, great. Okay, okay, hold on a second. Um, all right, hold on a second. Let me switch over to the phone. It's going to take me a second. All right, I actually bought myself some stuff just in case I did have to switch to the phone to make things a little bit easier. <clears throat> um, 
All right. Now, what I'm going to do is while I'm switching over to the phone, I'm going to kick off this audio bite that I wanted to share. I just want to share this audio bite with you. All right. I'm going to do it right now. Um, so I don't know. It looks like the Microsoft updates are just working up my system, and I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So I'm going to switch over to the phone and call in. But I, Sister Vera, what I need you to tell me is, does this audio come through okay? I'm One of the features of this fourth industrial revolution is that it doesn't change what we are doing, but it changes us. Oh, yeah. Industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing, it changes you if you take a genetic editing, right? Uh, just as an example, it's you. Who this are is the World Economic Forum, a big impact. On it's you who are changed, yeah. and of yeah. course, it has a big impact on your identity. Editing your gene, cool. I'll explain that later, but first. Why do so many people consider this guy, Klaus Schwab, to be the most dangerous man in the world? Well, there's some reasons. A lot of them. You might remember Klaus Schwab as the puddle of liquefied feces who said, by 2030, you'll own nothing and be happy about it. Translated, that probably means by 2030, he'll own everything and he'll be happy about it. But how does he expect you to own nothing and be happy about it? Oh, he's got a plan. Now, I'll tell you about it in a minute. But before I do, a little bit about Klaus Schwab. He's the author of COVID-19, The Great Reset. What a grand opportunity indeed. Oh, and his book was published on July 9th, 2020. <laughs> Wonder how he got it written and published that fast. It's almost like maybe he pre-wrote it before he started the pandemic. I mean, before the pandemic started. Old Klaus is also the founder and chairman of the World Economic Forum an organization that faces the public with very noble-sounding goals of creating a better world. Fear-mongering about climate change and disease are big goals of theirs. Welcome to Davos. Just park your private jet over there and then go inside and pretend to be concerned about climate change. Klaus and the World Economic Forum want a worldwide digital ID system that determines your access to goods and services. It would monitor your online behavior, purchases, and biometrics. It kind of seems like he just wants to do away with the whole democratic process and give all the power to the state and whoever runs the state, the deep state. But that's based on both his words and actions, so it's probably an inaccurate observation. Was Dr. Evil's character based on this reptile? Mr. Schwab writes the following. One of the greatest lessons of the past five centuries in Europe and America is this. A acute crisis contributes to boosting the power of the state. It's always been the case, and there is no reason why it should be different with a pandemic. Nobody ever elected Klaus Schwab to anything. This all just sounds like conspiracy, doesn't it? The World Economic Forum are good guys. Haven't you seen the headlines they pay for? Go green, right? Right? That's probably right. They truly are good guys. Accordingly, you'll be excited to hear that the lineup of World Economic Forum speakers at their annual gathering of elites in Davos included such benevolent humanitarians like Xi Jinping, the leader of the Chinese Communist Party, who's currently committing genocide, Anthony Fauci, who's arguably currently involved in crimes against humanity, and Bill Gates, who's arguably currently involved in crimes against humanity, and Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who's 
arguably currently involved in crimes against humanity. What a great lineup. But my favorite economic forum speaker of all time is this reptile, Klaus Schwab's top advisor, Dr. Yuval Noah Harari. Let's see what he has to say. Data might enable human elites to do something even more radical than just build digital dictatorships. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. Elites hacking organisms and re-engineering life itself? Well, he's not talking about doing that to people, is he? Now, in the past, many tyrants and governments wanted to do it, but nobody understood biology well enough. And nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. I guess he was talking about doing that to people, all people to be specific. And if indeed we succeed in hacking and engineering life, this will be not just the greatest revolution in the history of humanity. This will be the greatest revolution in biology since the very beginning of life four billion years ago. For four billion years, nothing fundamental changed. Not playing God, are you? Because that usually works out super well. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds. Oh, you are playing God. Say more. Evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds, but our intelligent design and the intelligent design of our clouds. The IBM cloud, the Microsoft cloud, these are the new driving forces of evolution. Gosh, you wouldn't by chance have a plan in place on how to control people with your cloud technology, would you? And that plan isn't by chance already being implemented, is it? Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Oh, so you could implement it. In this time. Okay. All right. Um, so anyway, I switched back over to my cell phone, which I guess is probably going to sound a thousand times better than whatever Microsoft is dorked with on my on the Golden JIB Studios main system. Um, I, I anyway. So I'm just going to have to <clears throat> figure out an alternative method for doing the radio show. I actually know what I can do uh, to get overcome this. I think. Um, but I'm not sure. And unfortunately, uh, it might mean my sound effect board goes away, my mixer doesn't work. I don't know. I'm going to have to dork around with it, and I don't know what the, I don't know how I'm going to. It's weird because I haven't changed a single thing uh, since the last show, and the last show went off extremely well. The sound system was working fine. Uh, the uh, the uh, um, uh, the uh, everything was working great. So how is it that I go a couple of days? Uh, you know, and then all of a sudden, I don't make any changes, not a single one. I reboot the computer. I make sure everything's fresh. Uh, all the systems are the same. I didn't adjust any adjustments on any anything. No RAID stats have been changed. And then all of a sudden, it's not right. So I don't know. I just don't know what it, what is causing it. And I've got over 35 years of experience working with computers. 
So um, uh, anyway, uh, obviously, uh, what I can try to do is try to, you know, I can I can dork around with some things, try changing some sound drivers, whatever the case is, you know, do some tests. But I don't know because it's weird because it works good on one show and then and then I do another show and it and it doesn't work good. So I, I'm not making any changes. So anyway, something weird is going. Maybe it's just some kind of a an attack from the devil or whatever the case is. I don't know. All right, praise God. But anyway, uh, when I get that fixed, I will play. Uh, you know, I, I will eventually get it fixed. It could actually be a problem that's occurring. I don't know uh, at Blog Talk Radio, but I'm not going to dwell on it. Let's just go ahead and move forward with the show. Praise God. All right. Now, <clears throat> what I wanted to share with you was um, uh, the um, – the second seal thing, all right, and I assume, um, and now uh, she's, uh, Sister Vera is telling me yippee, so I guess the sound sounds good because I'm on my cell phone, which is great, and I got a, I, 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 it's a lot easier because I made some changes. I had a feeling this might reoccur, so I made some changes with the cell phone to make it a little easier. <clears throat> so anyway, praise God. So listen to this. So um, I posted this on Facebook. Um, I, it's, I, it's hard to explain exactly how the Lord speaks to me. It's, it's many, many different ways. And I saw something pop through my email and I said, oh my gosh, could that be right? And I went and I looked and sure enough, it nailed it. And so I went ahead and I put it up on, um, Facebook to give it a little bit of a litmus test and people are all flipping out and saying things like, Oh my gosh, this is it. This is it. You know? So I got like lots of confirmations. Now, granted, you have to be very careful with the seals and the opening of the seals. You have to be very careful with, uh, Luke 13. I'm sorry, Luke, uh, uh, Matthew 13. I'm sorry, Mark 13, Matthew 24 and Luke, Luke, uh, 21, which is the Olivet discourse because, the, the events that Jesus warned us about at the end of times, which is the Olivet Discourse, is it overlays on top of Revelation chapter 6. Now, I've also had a conversation with somebody who I treasure their opinion, anointed, <clears throat> earlier, and I said, well, let's play a game of supposition. Okay, let's suppose that maybe <clears throat> that, um, and I got I to gotta move a little bit faster here because of the interruptions, electronic interruptions. But anyway, um, I, I, so I did a lit, multiple litmus tests on some of the things that I was thinking about. Were these given to me by the Holy Spirit? I don't know. Did I think of them myself? I don't know. But I'm just going to share with you this. All right, so... The here's what the second seal of Revelation. Now, think about this for just a second. Let's assume, without getting into the weeds of the Hebrew and some of the mistranslational issues that are associated with the appearance of the temple, you know, a lot, you know, evangelical Christianity, I believe in my heart, now maybe I'm wrong, but I believe that they have this wrong, okay? This notion that there's going to be a third Solomon's temple built. In Israel, that is, I emphatically and powerfully believe that that is not correct. There will not be a third Solomon's temple built in Israel before Jesus comes for the bride. Okay, when that happens, if it happens, when, is it part of the Great Tribulation? Maybe, I don't know. 
I'm focused on getting off planet Earth and doing as much for, for Jesus as I possibly can. That's where your focus should be is, is, you know, being all that you can be for the Lord. And if you're being all that you can be for the Lord, then you should, I pray in Jesus' name, make the barley harvest. All right, hallelujah. That's what I focus almost all of my time and concentration on. All right, so now I want to know in my heart, and I think that you do too, where are we in the Bible end times timeline? Now, we do have a big list of things that have been prophetically prophesied in visions and dreams that I read to you frequently on this program, which includes, you know, ground-based nukes being set off, about six or seven of those in the United States, and a whole bunch of things, a whole bunch of things. We, and many of those are those. Are, that's just a snapshot of many of you know of the portfolio of ugly that we're going to get hit with, and we don't know exactly when the barley harvest, the first iteration, the first one of the three. Or there's three watches, okay, and the last one doesn't happen until Revelation 14. And those are the people that have God's seal on their forehead in Revelation chapter nine. They are the tribulation saints. They have the seal of God on their head. They're going to make it into heaven. They just needed more refining. Okay, they didn't make the cut, okay, for the barley harvest. They didn't make the cut for the wheat harvest, okay, but they have God's seal on them, and the, and the locusts cannot sting them, okay? Are you with me? That is, the, that is the grape harvest, all right? The wheat harvest is the final harvest, which happens during the day of the Lord after the three days of darkness, when the sun turns black as sackcloth of hair. That's in Revelation 6, 12, 13, 14. All right, that's the day of the Lord, okay? It's also when global thermonuclear war happens in the United States is wiped out because Revelation 18 happens. I, I've gone over this a bunch of times. Revelation 18 happens during the day of the Lord. That's why it says the sky will roll up like a scroll. Okay, just watch the Bikini Island nuclear vid- videos on YouTube, and you will see the sky rolling up like a scroll. That is a metaphor for global thermonuclear war, the destruction of the United States by Russia with submarine-launched nuclear missiles. That's going to happen during the Day of the Lord. All right, now, all that being said, the wheat harvest is going to be happening just prior to that. That's why there are a lot of people out there that are going like, the missiles are going to come down, and we're going to go up. Missiles are going to come down, and we're going to go up. The problem is that those people are not – they're missing the other part of the story. The other part of the story is known as the first fruits harvest, which is the barley harvest, okay? And that happens sometime after the end of the third seal, okay, when, when the global financial collapse occurs, okay? And we know this because at the end of the third seal, it says, do not harm the oil or the wine. Okay, that is the bride of Jesus Christ. So that I believe that that is collectively the entire bride, the barley harvest, the wheat harvest, and the grape harvest. All right. And, and, and I, you know, again, that the Lord decides who makes the cut as a medicoy or a fellow sufferer of Jesus Christ. Okay. I don't know. And I know that, and I know that the people that get cast into the great tribulation and get their heads cut off uh, also become, you know, pr- you know, priests in the throne room of God. Okay. So they are rewarded for that. Now, here's the thing. The second seal, I believe that it is highly likely that we have entered into the second seal of Revelation at this time, okay? And I, I put up on Facebook in graphic format, I, put, I said, look, look at how the second seal, in the second seal, God gives a great sword of power to the red horse, the red horse. Now, think about it. Over all of history, if you know anything at all about history, then you know that Russia has been frequently referred to, you know, the, the, the term red, okay, you know, has been attributed to them, never mind their flag and everything else. All right, but anyway, here's the thing. All right, um, the, the, so 
I, I explain, God gives, I believe, God gives Russia power to do what they must do. Uh, and this is obvious because God also uses Russia to level the Babylon the Great. Okay, so when Babylon the Great is burnt from sea to shining sea in Revelation 18 from global thermonuclear war, those are coming from submarine-launched nuclear missiles, and they are coming from Russian subs. Are there other countries that are joining in? Are some of the subs from China? Uh, some of the subs from – I don't know. But I can tell you that all the – prophecies you know a.a a. allen saw them uh you know henry gruber saw it it's it's indisputable okay there's way too many you know a-listers there's way too many generals of our heavenly father that god has commissioned over the years to let us know and henry gruber was very very clear that it was russia all right then so enough said so then let's look at the second seal what does it say it says the second seal conflict on earth when he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, come and see. Another horse, fiery and red, went out, and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth. So God gave him that job, which, by the way, is reflective of Romans 13, where all governments and government officials are put in charge by God. It doesn't mean that they're a particularly good person. It includes Nebuchadnezzar in that group, okay, the Iron Yoke of Babylon and all that other stuff. Okay, so anyway, but again, it was granted to the one who sat on the horse to take peace from the earth and that people should kill one another, and there was given to him a great sword, all right? Now, there's also, I, I, I mentioned this on the other show, that I got a prophecy from a person who um, is from Russia, and it was from a, a, sm a kid, a small kid, and they were told by the Lord that Moldova and Latvia will side with Russia eventually, and a lot of the USSR, think about it, think about it. Do you think these people are completely, not everybody is buying the baloney that is being put out uh, by, uh, you know, the lying mainstream media. They know. They're on to it. People are waking up like crazy right now. Okay, they're seeing the lies, all right? They're figuring it out. Okay, well, what happens is what happens when Moldova, an ex-part of the USSR, realizes that they're part of the West, they're part of NATO, and that NATO is starting to – they're trying to start World War III. What are they going to do? You think Moldova still wants to be part of NATO at that point? Do you think Latvia still wants to be part of NATO at that point? When they realize that they're being lied to by the West and that they had 26 bioweapons labs for the purpose of killing people by the millions, okay, when people start to wake up, guess what? They don't want to be part of NATO anymore. They're going to want to go back with Russia. Are you starting to see what's going on here? We're being played like a fiddle. All right, but it is my personal belief. So then the other thing that came up, and I bounced this off of another very anointed person, and she said that she had a, uh, a witness in her spirit. She felt very powerfully strong about this being probably true. I don't want to say definitely true, all right, but she had that spiritual thing where she's like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, I, I think this is right. I think this is right And because I, I said to her, I said, let's assume that at least the part about Daniel's 70th, 70th week prophecy, the 3.5 years plus 3.5 years, which is 3.5 years of really, really ugly, really, 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 really ugly, 
okay, is preceded just prior to the Great Tribulation, which is the second half of Daniel's 70 weeks, which is the, uh, another 3.5 years, 42 months, times, times, half a time, et cetera, okay? All right. If that be true, forget about the, the temple and all that other stuff. Just stick it on, 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 a, on a shelf somewhere. Focus on the time. Focus on the time. 3.5, 3.5. If we are in the second seal right now, now listen, the rolls, the scrolls, the seals can be p- broken. Jesus can come along to all seven of the scrolls laying on a table. And he can pop the seal. Seal popped on one. Seal popped on two. Seal popped on three. Seal popped on four, etc. It does not mean that the scroll just suddenly rolls out. Okay, that is not what it means. So the Olivet Discourse and the things that happen in the seals in Revelation chapter 6 can come out in parallel. Okay, they can happen at the same time. And what we're starting to see right now is evidence that appears to be pretty clear that we are in the middle, at some point, we are somewhere in the midst of the first three and a half years, right prior to the Great Tribulation. And as we know, in, uh, in, First, Thessalonians, in First Thessalonians 5, 9, it says, we are not appointed to wrath. And Revelation 6, 17 says, which is after the day of the Lord, and the day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand? So the bride, you know, the... the, the those who are eligible to be part of the actual bride on the New Jerusalem because it descends upon the earth or, or you, know, um, uh, you know, dressed as a bride or whatever, um, you know, the bride of Jesus Christ is going to be in heaven during the Great Tribulation, and then she, you know, at the marriage supper of the Lamb, and then she's going to come down on the New Jerusalem. She'll be transformed and inside the New Jerusalem, which is why it says she's ador- the New Jerusalem is adorned as a bride, because she's inside the New Jerusalem, all right, now, uh, and transformed and everything else. And Jesus isn't going to, like, untransform us, okay, for uh, the millennial rule. All right. So anyway, um, I wanted to get that out there because if we are in the midst of the last three and a half years, which, by the way, it seems powerfully like that is the case, not only from a scriptural standpoint, but also from the fact that God has not stopped. God's power, God's the prayers of the saints, uh, heaven's resources, heaven's powers, heaven's angels. That is what it is talking about in Second Thessalonians two. I believe it's verse three, was give or take. So hunt for it, where it says, "Until he that restrains is taken out of the way." The word "he" is our heavenly Father and all of His resources, which includes the prayers of the saints. But if you're praying against God's will and God has already pulled the big red lever, guess what? Prayer will not be answered. Okay, so, simple. If you're praying because you're like, you don't want somebody to chop your head off, too bad. All right, now you can pray for protection. There's nothing wrong with that. But if, you know, we don't know, you know, look, if, if, if the apostles could have prayed that nothing bad was going to happen to them and prayed away, you know, do you think Peter wanted to be hung from a cross upside down for crying out loud? Of course he did it. All right, and do you think John wanted to be dipped in oil for crying out No, of course he did it. All right, so anyway, I don't know. None of us know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. I always, you know, but there's nothing wrong with praying, Father, please, in the name of Jesus, you know, let me die in my sleep. I mean, if, 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 if you know, if, if uh, Elijah can do it, uh, then certainly we can, you know, pray that we are, we are spared, uh, you know, really, really bad suffering, et cetera, okay? All right, praise God. Also, I wanted to let you know, I can't play the audio right now. Hopefully, I'll figure, it, figure out this problem. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so I'll, I'll change my sound drivers and see if that helps. But I shouldn't have to do it because, I mean, after all, it worked fine last show, so I don't know what's going on. It might be some kind of satanic attack. 
which, you know, I can't seem to get away from these days. All right, but anyway, I just want to go ahead and let you know uh, that this is very exciting uh, and that we, uh, it appears that we are clearly in the last three and a half years. And if we are fortunate enough, blessed enough, okay, and spend enough time with our Father getting our ducks in a row and maintaining that narrow path, self-examination, continuous confession of sins, continuous repentance is all day long. It's not just once a day. All right. If we are walking where we need to be in concert, in perfect harmony with God's will, all right, as best as we can, uh, and we are also serving him uh, as prayer warriors, because uh, that's one of the most powerful ways that you can serve God, okay, then, and, and make it a ministry, make it a ministry, do it every day, make it very powerful, all right, if you're walking that walk, okay, there's a pretty good chance that you may be chosen as part of, many are called, few are chosen, many are called, few are chosen, chosen as part of the first fruits barley harvest, that's what I'm hoping for myself, I'm certainly not worthy of it, but I'm hoping very, very, very much uh, that I will make it. All right, praise God, and I hope that you all are as well. Praise Jesus, hallelujah. All right, and on that note, um, I was really counting on playing some of those audio bites, but like I said, the line that's coming in uh, from the mixer is something in right, and I don't know what it is, so I'm not going to sweat about it right now. I'll, I'll try to see if I can figure it out. Uh, it's definitely some change that Windows made to my system, and uh, and I'm I'm scared as heck to uh, upgrade to Windows 11. You know, it could solve all the problems, uh, but then, uh, you know, cause a whole bunch of other new problems. Who knows? I have no idea. Um, so <clears throat> I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm, I'm just going to have to keep on dorking with it. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next up. Next up is the news. And um, I can uh, – <laughs> I don't even know if this will work, but I'll try. Here, hold on a second. Uh, all right, here we go. All right. Anyway, let's go. Thank you. I've seen this happen before, and I, it's, I, I have no idea. Uh, so I'll just have to dork around with it and see if I can fix it. Um, and I may have to temporarily go back to just using the phone and also the sound effects that I have, hold on a second, built into uh, the actual sound console. Um, you know, I may just have to change how I do the show. I don't know. But um, hold on a second here. Uh, let me hit the word, you know, D, enter. Yeah, I've got, you know, uh, oh, that's weird. Okay, hold on a second. And there we go. Our, yeah, there we go, sound effects. Yeah, I got all kinds of sound effects that are on the board um, that I can use from the board. It's just a lot harder to do it that way. You know, like here's people going like, oh, like, oh. Oh, you know. And, you know, and a baby laughing. That's really fun. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I got some sound. You know, here's some people not happy. You know, right? <laughs> All right. Um, so, you know, breaking news stand. 
I got a lot of these things on until Windows figure fixes whatever it is that I don't know. I may have to just go back to the old style doing things, which is fine. I just would rather not have to do that. <clears throat> it, it also means that I got about four hundred dollars worth of junk sitting here that I can't use. <clears throat> but anyway, whatever. Actually, no, it's more like five or six hundred dollars. Whatever. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Hopefully, I can figure it out. All right, next up. All right, the news. So we're going to be bringing on Brother Joy. I'm sorry, yeah, Brother Joy. Uh, Dr. Joy and Brother Zen uh, at the 9 o'clock hour. So we have about 26 minutes to go through the news. Praise God. So hold on just a second. Let me go ahead. Uh, like I said, I'm a little bit rusty uh, using the uh, sound effects off of the board here. But um, let me see here. Um, uh, let's see here if I just type in. Here we go. Let's have a little bit of fun. I don't want to – hold on. Here we go. All right. All right. And then, yeah, see, it's like – it's very cryptic. It's like you got to – yeah, see, that isn't going to work. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to re-figure re, um, out everything. I've even got the eating crow. I got Danger Will Robinson. <laughs> Sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Yep, yep, praise God. A creaking door. Oh, spooky. Chickens. Remember the chickens? Surely you remember the chickens. And this is the sound that I hear when my boss is giving me my review for the year. (laughs) All right, here we go. News stinger. All right, praise God. So, um, uh, first one up is Ukraine nationalists, which, by the way, I've noticed that Russia has any of the news that's coming out of RT or Sputnik uh, has been toned down. Okay, so they are listening. They know that uh, every single word that they use is being used against them. They know also that uh, there are false flags. So when you see that a building has been blown up, and 50 people have been murdered or slaughtered. This is the stand. This is absolutely standard modus operandi for these na- nationalists. So national, the Ukrainian nationalists, by the way, is a nice way of saying the Nazis, and they are Nazis. Okay, if, if you, I could, I, I'm thinking about putting up a documentary that's about 45 minutes in length. The guy. Uh, does a fabulous, absolutely fabulous job, and he ties it all together. So all the stuff that I've been saying uh, in regard to these being the sons of the original uh, Hitler Nazis that moved across uh, toward Russia in World War II, all that stuff is a fact. So I nailed it. I hit hit a home run totally. But this guy goes – let's put it this way. You better – if you watch this video, you better have a lot of tissues a lot of tissues, because if you don't have a lot of tissues, you're going to be a mess, okay? 
because not only does he explain it all, but he actually shows you photographs of what these Nazis in the Ukraine that are part of their army do to people. I'm not going to repeat it. Okay, I'm just simply not going to repeat it. And when I was watching it and he actually showed the footage, the tears were rolling down my the tears were rolling down my face so fast. I I I almost anyway, I needed to know and I watched the whole thing. And it's it's worse than you could ever imagine, folks. It's worse than you could ever imagine. And of course, they're calling everybody that's telling the truth names. And they're doing the same thing they've been doing. Oh, you're an anti-vaxxer. You're this, you're that, whatever the case is. But I have all except that one documentary. I have not put that documentary up on tribulation-now.org yet, but I have tons of other ones. And if you haven't spent – I'm sorry. It takes a little bit of time. You know, Some of them are quick. Some of them take a couple of minutes. Some of the videos are fast. Some of them take a while. But if you haven't spent some time – haven't spent the time – to go over the stuff that I put up on tribulation-now, it's all 100% accurate. I'm always a little bit concerned to think and thinking maybe, you know, I overshot the mark. Maybe I was a little heavy-handed on my analysis. But then when I get a documentary that was as outstanding as the one that I watched, although it was deeply, deeply gut-wrenching and horrible to see it, because what they're doing right now, folks, is unbelievable. And, you know, I don't know why – it's hard to even imagine why God wouldn't just nuke the whole stinking country. I don't understand it. I just wonder to myself why why the fire of God, what mercy our Father must have to know what he knows, to know what has happened historically there, to know the murder and the slaughter of the children and the things that are happening at the hands of the Ukrainian army, while our – Media in the in the United States is happily up there taking their multi-million dollar salaries and lying, lying. Which, by the way, Revelation, the book of Revelation makes it very clear. It says all liars will be cast into the lake of fire. All right. So anyway. <sighs> It's the stuff that you see on tribulation-now.org, it's accurate. I guarantee it it's accurate. Before God, I guarantee it's accurate. And, you know, I don't have that really detailed documentary up, but I probably will put it up. At this point, (laughs) at this point, it... If it wasn't for God, I'd be dead already. I told you about the car that that had to have hit me, that went straight through my car. It's impossible that I didn't get hit by that car. I, I, I don't know. I don't feel worthy to be protected at that level by God. I don't understand it. I'm definitely not. I'm not worthy. I'm not. I'm not. But the Lord is protecting me. So obviously, in accordance with Mark eleven twenty three and John fourteen thirteen twelve thirteen and fourteen and some other promises, which I carry around in laminated cards in my pocket everywhere I go. Um, even though I dork up and I I'm impetuous like the Lord told me, and I'm an emotional sponge and I react in ways that I shouldn't ought to sometimes. 
um, you know, for some reason, I guess the Lord has this, he's protected me and miracles are still happening in my life. And I, and I guess that, that, that seems to ring, I, I, I would have to make the estimation, I'm praying in the name of Jesus, that I will make the first watch. I want you to make the first watch. I talk about the first watch because it's that important. The first fruits, the barley harvest, getting out of here before things get really bad. Because the people, think about it, 22 million people will die just on the east coast of the United States after the meteor hits in the sixth seal. So you got all these people out on YouTube going, when the missiles come down, we go up. When the missiles come down, we go up. They don't even realize that they probably aren't going to be alive. There's going to be a very few number of people that are part of the bride alive for the final harvest, which happens after the three days of darkness. Most of these people that are out there saying these things, we go up when the missiles come down. We go up when the missiles come down. They don't even understand the book of Revelation. They don't even understand the, the order of the events. They don't even understand that there is going to be an alien invasion. That, it's, people, that, that Isaiah 13 is an alien invasion. Joel 2 is an alien invasion. There are people out there that actually oh, – I'm not even going to get into it. It's enough to make me just want to rip out the last hair I have on my balding 60-year-old head come Tuesday. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, next headline up. Praise God. Hold on. Let me see if I can focus my ever uh, – <laughs> um, hold on a second. Yeah. Okay, let me see if I if this is – wait. Let me look at this. That one's 19 seconds long. That one's short. Let me try this one. All right. So anyway, next one up, Miami Standard Reports. Proposed law in Maryland. Oh, gosh, this is another one. How are we going to get through this? Lord Jesus, please, how are we going to get through this? And those of, those of you out there that are like me and you're an emotional sponge and you struggle hearing this kind of stuff, all I can say is I was very pleased to have that, that Sister Bonnie's prophecy um, and I'm very sad that my voice was probably breaking up as I was reading it. I pray in Jesus' name that you were able to hear what I was saying, at least enough. It's also going to be – it's also uploaded to Tribulation-Now on the show notes link. So it's there in PDF if you want to read it. Or you can search on it. Just search on Bonds Blog, B-O-N, apostrophe S, space, blog, Bonds Blog. See if you can find it on the Internet. It was just put up. Read it. Because that – proves what I already knew. There are other prophets out there that I used to play all the time, and they're saying things like the ark door has closed, it's too late, the period of grace is gone, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you're wrong. You're wrong. And guess what? Bonnie's, pro- Bonnie's prophecy, it's spot on, and it is absolutely correct. The, the ark door has not closed. Okay? Well, you know, Matthew 22 has not happened yet. Okay, you know, it says in Matthew 22 uh, that the second group is sent out and they're, and they're going to bring people with them to heaven. God's not going to have us out there saving souls in the middle of some of the most horrible times the earth has ever seen. Okay, and, but these people are going to be baby Christians. They didn't do anything for Jesus. Why would they get to go to heaven? Why would they get to, get to go up in the rapture? I'll tell you why, because God is merciful, and, and he's going to bring them up there and let them become guests at the wedding supper. It says it in Matthew 22. It's right there. 
All right? So God is that awesome. But they're not going to be part of the bride of Jesus. They're just going to be guests at the wedding supper. That is pretty darn cool of our father. That's awesome. I love him. All right, now I just wish I could make him more happy with me, although he is keeping me alive and employed for the time being. Thank you, Jesus. All right, next one up. I'm going to read this to you. Miami Standard. All right, hold on a second here. I'm, I'm going to read it to you, but please brace yourself. Here we go. Pro- proposed law in Maryland would allow mothers to kill their babies up to 28 days after they're born. Okay, next one. imposes a lockdown on and Shanghai restricts non-essential travel as China's new cases of COVID are going through the roof. <laughs> what variant is this one called? Lucifer? <laughs> this is probably the Lucifer variant. Ugh. And they are they are the folks they are planning on dumping in the ceremony vision. They, they the hemorrhagic fever that is released across the world kills in 24 hours. Dead. No time for treatment. Dead. All right. The, they're going to they're going to drop horrible mustard gas vials in different cities. And people are going to drop over with boils and horrible things on their bodies. I don't even know if that comes. That's got to come before the, 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 the ground based nukes are set off. All right. Next headline. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Here we go. Oh, well, that worked kind of. All right. Denmark deploys troops to Estonia as uh, NATO strengthens its eastern flank. Okay. These are all provocations. It's, it's the fake news. They have, they have entire fake news studios set up in the Ukraine where they're they bring people in and they pay them to, to, to wear military outfits and girls and stuff, and then they give them guns, and then they film them, and they pretend like they're going to war and all this other stuff. It's a total wag the dog. It's total wag the dog. It's not that Russia isn't moving in. They're spending more time picking up the dead babies that the Nazis are murdering. They're, they're spending more time trying to protect Chernobyl and the other nuclear power plants from being blown to smithereens by the Nazis in the Ukrainian army. That's what's happening. Horrible sight. New, New, New York Times. Uh, unvaccinated Major League Baseball players will not be allowed to play in Canada. I don't think that's much of a surprise for anybody. Praise God. Next one up. Oh, wow. How did that one get in here twice, man? I, ugh, I'm not going to repeat that. Next headline up. All right. Turkey will not join the Western sanctions against Russia, according to the foreign minister. So Turkey is saying, uh-uh, we see you're playing games. We know what you're doing. You're manipulating stuff. We're not going to join in. But you can believe that the West, the Soroses, the Klaus Schwabs, the World Economic Forum, all of these satanic board of director, uh, global satanic crime syndicate freaks are out there putting fantastic pressure on all of the countries to do, to do it. They don't want BRICS to exist. The BRICS was established by Russia, the, the Brazil-Russia-India-China alliance, financial alliance, was established by those countries years ago because they saw it coming. 
They're not going to be stopped by these sanctions. They're going to trade amongst one another, and they're going to cut us off, and we're going to go under. While Biden is pooping his pants and getting shots of Ritalin so he can say three incoherent sentences, and Obama continues to run the country into the ground like the Antichrist would. All right, anyway, uh, Breitbart reports, ethical alternative? Boris may beg Saudis uh, to boost oil supply despite mass beheadings on Saturday. Uh, so the, the Saudis are getting all, you know, Saudi-ish. And I don't know, 81 people had their heads chopped off in Saudi Arabia. And Boris Johnson's going like, hey, man, can we get a little bit more oil from here? You know, I, I know you guys are you know, all this kind of stuff, and you're not answering the phone call when, you know, black-eyed – Biden is calling, you know, babbling, uh, uh, you know, and uh, oh, uh, all right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Come on, play with you. This front is now requiring proof of Ukraine support. So now we actually have some restaurants out there, and there's photographs. Hopefully it's not going to be too many. But, boy, I'll tell you what. When people are punch-drunk and mind-controlled to oblivion like they are right now, and who knows how much – I mean, I just got word uh, uh, from Pennsylvania. uh, This lady that I love dearly, her name is uh, Dobby, uh, one of my favorite people to visit. Well, her doctor convinced her to go in and get a booster shot. And, oh, by the way, her doctor also convinced her to go and get one of the, uh, uh, you know, mRNA ones. Well, guess what? Three days later, dead. She's dead. I lost another friend. Okay? This is crazy. And then I get, I just got a phone call today um, from my ex-wife that her father, who thinks we're all crazy, okay, has now developed... He, he says, I feel like I'm going to die. They, 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 they misdiagnosed him as having bronchitis. I called up my ex-wife, who's a nurse, and I said, that's not what it is. It's the blood clot. His blood is thickening. I said, but there is a cure for it. It's called uh, chlorine dioxide, but they'll never give it to him. So I said, at least call the man up and ask him to take a handful of aspirins. Maybe that will thin the blood a little bit, and maybe he'll survive it, although I don't know. And then we prayed together on the phone for him. So I pray in Jesus' name, Father God, please, in the name of Jesus, answer that prayer. And accordance with thy will, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Next one up. The Moscow Times. Strike in Donbass. Wounds 30. Russia accused of chemical attacks. So now what they're doing is that, that, that entity, what is that socky thing? What is the socky thing at the White House press conferences? What is that? Is that an alien-human hybrid? I don't know. Is it an alien-human hybrid? Inquiring minds want to know. Uh, anyway, now they're trying to turn it all around and say, oh, uh, uh, you know, so we already know what the facts are. We already know Tucker Carlson came out now, granted. I wish he would have been a little harsher, but, you know, he's trying to keep his job, and they're already trying to get rid of him and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, the word's out. And I have no respect for anybody on CNN. Well, CNN, forget about CNN. May that flush down the commode and swirl around, okay, on its way out. All right, but Fox at least has – but you know what? I I'm not going to name names, but I'm, going to, I'm here to tell you. There were some that were doing a pretty good job there for a while. Uh-oh. Connection can't be established. This is bad. Am I still on? Hey, uh, Sister Vera, I'm getting 
error messages on my computer that look really not good. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, no, continue. All right. Uh, Sister Vera, can you hear me? This is really bad. Okay, she says I'm on. Uh, I'm getting error messages. So, th- so the problem could actually have been blog talk radio because there's no reason for it to have disconnected. Fascinating. I don't know. There's too many gizzy gadgets, widgets, push buttons, wires, cables, mixers, microphones. But I just got a notification from Blog Talk Radio's Direct Connect, which I use to connect into the studio. Now, I can, I can switch over to Skype, but it's painful. It's really painful. Anyway, I'll figure it out. But, yeah, I, I, it's trying to actually kill the show. Blog Talk Radio, I have another hour and seven minutes left, and Blog Talk Radio is trying to kill the show. It's, it's coming up and saying, your show is about to be canceled. Your show is about to shut down. Little, 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 this, that, and the other thing. So I got to sit here and wait for the error messages to pop up, and then I got to hurry up and click the button so that it doesn't kill the show. <laughs> I mean, you know, so whatever. Uh, probably satanic attack is what I'm thinking at this point. The, way, the hordes of hell have been released upon the world, folks. I mean, pretty soon I'm probably going to have to stick, uh, you know, like, a, like a, 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 you know, a wire coat hanger in my ear and sit on the roof of my house to do the show the way it's going right now. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. CDC data. Millennials experienced a Vietnam War in the second half of 2021. I'm not going to even bother with that. All right, next one up. Uh, Strike in Dumbass. I already covered that one. Next one up. Iran temporarily uh, suspends direct talks with Saudi Arabia. Huh? Okay, so that's, that's ramping up toward the Gog and Magog thing. Okay, so we see all the different things. Now, we know these things, but they're getting worse. They're getting worse. That's the, I'm trying to make that point. Okay, we know because of the testimony of Nathan, who was taken to heaven and met with Jesus, and Rabbi Rami Levy came out. This is old news. Okay, and he said that Obama was Gog. He said that Jesus told him Obama was Gog. It's a 15-year-old Jewish boy. He said that the Arab countries will start to fight amongst one another. Well, what does this headline say? Iran temporarily suspends direct talks with Saudi Arabia. This is ramping up to the realization of what that boy, that 15-year-old young Jewish boy, was told by Jesus. These things are happening right now. All right, next one up. Breitbart News, Russians uh, blast um, base training uh, foreign volunteers near the Polish border. That is not true. That is fake news. I'm just letting you know. It's not. There, it, 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 you just have to have some critical thinking skills. You've got to understand how this is operating. You've got to understand that there are false flags. These are false flags. The Ukrainian nationals are Nazis. Okay, this is the real deal. They are evil. I, I'm going to publish, okay, that documentary uh, on Tribulation Now, and I will, if I've got to stick a, 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 you know, an antenna in my ear and call, call up on the roof to do these radio shows or, 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 I don't know, sit in my car or something, in some foreign, you know, freaky, you know, parking lot. I'm going to tell you uh, that that is up there on the on the thing. You can also go to tribulation-now.org and you can click the red button there. And you know, there's one for you know getting emails for the radio show, and then there's another red button that you can click to be notified that there is a new post put up on the website. And then you will know when I put up that documentary. All right, because at this point. <laughs> 
you know, if, if, the, if the website's still up, then that's because, my, well, I'm not going to get into it. It has to do with the law, subpoenas, things like that. All right, next headline up. American children losing motivation and creativity, says teachers. That should not be a surprise for anybody. I'll go on to the next headline. Listen, children in China diagnosed with leukemia after taking Chinese COVID vaccine. Why? Because the mRNA spike protein is an immuno disorder. It causes basically a form of AIDS. Okay, and then guess what? You know, your body has all kinds of sicknesses inside of it. Okay, um, your body has all kinds of sicknesses inside of it. And, and, and it is your immune system that stops those sicknesses from becoming an actual sickness. Okay, so we all live our whole lives with all kinds of sicknesses. Well, when you take the mRNA spike protein and you're not a believer and you didn't, you know, use the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to crunch that thing and it into the pit. Okay, then guess what? You're going to be susceptible. No wonder there are people coming up with leukemia. There's no wonder my, my, my um, uh, ex-wife's father, is, all this stuff is happening. Anyway, praise God. All right, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, next one up. All right, I'm watching the time. All right, and here we go. Near the United States consulate in Iraq, but according to Haaretz, Haaretz says, no, they weren't attacking the U.S. consulate. The Iranian missiles were instead being launched against a strategic, top-secret Israeli base, okay, in Iraq. All right, and, of course, they're, they're warning of a harsher response. Folks, again, this is Gog and Magog starting right up right now. It's happening. All these things are happening in parallel, just like I told you. Jesus can snap all the seals on the scrolls, and the scrolls can roll out in parallel. There's nothing in the Bible. Now, now again, you know, and remember, Olivet Discourse, Luke 21, Matthew 13, Matthew, Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark 13. Read it. And then remember that it overlays on top of Revelation chapter 6. And that is the first three and a half years of ugly that we are now going through. It is in progress. Thank you, Jesus. I read you, uh, you know, the second seal. All right? I read it to you. It's right there. This is even, it's right there in the Bible. All right, listen to this. Triple threat. Earth should brace itself for a massive solar storm, according to physicists. And and, and this this is coming out on multiple sites which is unusual, and they say it's going to happen on Monday. You know, with any luck, maybe it'll end up canceling that darn meeting I have to go to on my day off. Anyway, (laughs) whatever. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Hallelujah. Listen to this. The LPR, which, of course, is, you know, the Russian-speaking section of Donbass. Okay, militia discovers site of mass killings amidst the counteroffensive in Donbass. Okay, so they're being attacked. The war is still going on over there. They're still slaughtering and doing false flag attacks and blowing up buildings and blaming it on Russia. Russia has absolutely no motive. There's no reason why they would want to do any of those things. We're being played like a fiddle. They're trying to start World War III, and they're trying with all of their might. And, oh, by the way, they're collapsing the United States petrodollar right now. It is in progress. The gasoline's going through the roof. If you, in certain parts of the United States, you have to pay $133 to fill up a 20-gallon gas tank. $133. All right? And this is the beginning. It's only the beginning. 
we got to get to a place where we understand that we have the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to put a pot, an empty pot on our stove and pray over it and say, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Father, I pray, hallelujah, that there is going to be food in this pot when I wake up and my family will eat in the name of Jesus. And you wake up the next day and that pot will be full of food. But you've got to have faith and you've got to know the power that you have in his name. And most Christians don't know this. Thank God I was raised a Pentecostal, uh, you know, miracle, speaking in tongues. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Ex-Indian Foreign Secretary uh, uh, West will bear the cost for fueling the uh, Ukraine conflict. Uh, it just goes on and on and on. Russia war- is, uh, warns over the United States arming shipments to Ukraine. So, again, these are violations. This is like the Lend-Lease Act. Okay, when they do this stuff, they are fomenting. They are pushing forward World War III. They are more than poking to bear. They are literally taking an ice pick, and they are jamming it in Putin's eyes. And it's, he's gonna, there's going to come a point, and that's what they're doing. They're collapsing the United States. They're collapsing the petrodollar. They're taking down this country. They're getting ready probably to do a cyber warfare attack. The reason why Snowden left, the reason why Snowden did what he did was he discovered that there are cyber bombs on all of the power grids across the world. Do you know who put the cyber bombs on the power grids? The United States put them there. They are on the power grids of our allies. And that made Snowden mad. And that's why he left and took the data and gave it to the Guardian. And that's why he is sitting in a very nice home that was given to him by Putin in Russia with his wife. Because Putin knows. And he's being attacked right now by all this stuff. I'm not saying he's the world's nicest guy. None of these people are nice. I'm just saying that we're dealing in a situation right now with the end times. We're so deep in it that it's all about the lesser of a worse evil. It's going to get way, way worse. Okay, again, China's getting hit with another COVID outbreak. Uh, there's a Russian uh, – uh, 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 it's just uh, – it's absolutely – Zelensky says he's ready to negotiate with Russia. Yeah. Well, he's only been given like four opportunities to go to Belarus and meet with him, but he hasn't shown up one time. I'm sure he's changed his mind. I doubt it. Uh, again, folks, it, 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 they're, they're, they're claiming that Russia's going to take you know, the United States biological weapons – the weapons? Now they're saying that Putin is going to use them against the Ukrainians. No, it's going to be the Ukrainian Nazi army. It's going to be them. They will use it as a false flag. And then they're going to blame Russia. And then it's going to change the opinion of all the people out there that can't see their hand in front of their face. And they're all the ones that are putting signs out in front of the restaurant saying, you need to stand with Ukraine or you can't eat here. Folks, the situation is bad. Duck, duck, go has been infiltrated. Telegram has been infiltrated. Duck, duck, go is now going to start censoring information. It's another Google now. Google has purchased one of the largest cybersecurity companies in the world. They just bought them. <laughs> there isn't enough time. There isn't enough time to share all this stuff. It's just out of control. 
it's really out of control. And on that note, let's go ahead and bring on uh, – uh, Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh and uh, Brother Zen Garcia. And hey guys, I'm wor- I'm I'm working off of a uh, uh, off of a, a cellular phone right now because once again uh, there's some technical difficulties. But I wanted to keep on going with the show. Praise God, it's still up and running. I'm going to bring you live, Zen, and also you, Joy. Uh, hey, Zen, say hi to everybody. Your mic is live, and also Joy, go ahead. Hello, everyone. Hi, Don. Hello. Hey, Dr. Joy. Hey, Zen. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. You're going to be that. a granddaddy of a cute little grandbaby boy soon. Yes, named yeah. Ezra. Oh, that's good news. Praise God. Yeah, yeah I'm very excited. Yeah, oh, I'm very excited, and good. thank you for that. I appreciate that. We're yeah, all excited I had no about idea. that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway, so where do we begin? <laughs> Wait, I don't know. Hey, Joy, this is right up your alley. You want to kick this one off real quick? <laughs> well, you know, I was listening to your show before I came on, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes, all, everything that you're saying is spot on, spot on. And I tell you, you know, a lot of people have said a lot of things about what's happening right now, and one of the things that, you know, when we've talked in the past, it, it's, it's just been lining up one thing after the next, coming up according to what Scripture tells us. And I have been waiting really for these wars and these rumors of wars because that's a part of the tribulation period. And everything else we've talked mm. about every month has been in line with whatever's happened right then was also one of those things that we had been waiting for over the course of studying this for so many years that had to get in line, and now we're seeing this truly line itself up. And I know I was reading the commentary about rumors of war and that there had never been a government or military power that would ever tell another country that they're going to attack them because usually you just kind of is a surprise situation, but yet Russia told Ukraine, hey, we're coming after you, and he he literally did exactly what he said he was going to do, which is kind of strange when you start to think about that most wars are not started like that. So the fact that we had a rumor and then we had a war uh, that began really does make it like a red flag event. And, um, you know, a lot of people were trying to say to me over the course of many years that, you know, Putin was this really terrible, terrible person. And so... You know, I have always studied everything, and I was interested in knowing a little bit about him and his background and his KGB kinds of things that he had done. And and what you find out, you know, the man's brilliant. He's he's not an idiot by any means, and he definitely is not deranged. Um, He literally is, I feel, playing into this end-time games as a player, no different than uh, the Lord, when the Israelites were in Egypt, and in you know the Egyptian Pharaoh played into what had to happen to bring the children of God into the Promised Land. So I think that we can stand back, like your you know like your commentary has been, and say what really is driving these kinds of things. And I had been noting, much like you have, that there's other things, other other underlying things the fact that you know you've got 
Biden and Pelosi, Mitt Romney and their children, uh, Schumer's children working over there in Ukraine. And then you've got the bioweapons labs that are, you know, owned by the United States and functioning there in the Ukraine. But more importantly, whenever I have studied this, and I wrote about this in in my books, uh, Beguiled and Eden, that when major things had to happen in countries, what we saw was the takedown of a government. But what we didn't see was the change in the, the company that were there became more interested in a common centralized banking system. In other words, something was being done to to wag the dog and make you look like a bad situation when the real bad situation was really going on and nobody was paying attention to it. And I think that one of the things that struck a chord with me was the fact that because of the Internet becoming a problem over in Ukraine, that they went after Elon Musk to allow them to use the Starlink Internet services. And, of course, we know that 2,000 you know, near-Earth orbiting satellites are up there that belong to him. And he added 50 more, and I understand there's going to be several hundred more that's going to be put up in the next so many months. I mean, what, who needs over 2,000 low-Earth orbiting satellites? I mean, what is, is, a, is an agenda to this? And the fact that you've got those satellites up there and you've got uh, a country that is being forced to go to another alternative because they're being shut down another way and forcing people to utilize that particular system, really maybe to try it out and make sure it's all going to work really perfect. My other concern is is that Elon Musk is really involved with Neuralink, which is a process where your brain, using artificial intelligence, you're connected to your computer. So if your computers can connect to the Starlink satellite system really well, and you've got something that's been putting your body to connect you to a computer using either 5G technology or whatever, then here we go. We've been able to connect people uh, through artificial intelligence, which I truly believe is going to happen, and that's the way that the end times play it out, that you will not be able to buy, sell, or trade without having this mark and this commonality of universal collective consciousness, taking us back to kind of like the Tower of Babel where everybody thinks towards a certain agenda and they have to follow it. And then on top of all of that and looking at the cryptocurrency that these sanctions that were put in place uh, by these other countries against Russia has allowed Russia to go into cryptocurrency and maybe utilize cryptocurrency in some of the secret you know, places there to get to money that they normally would not be able to get to money about. So if you think about it, the surveillance now that our government is trying to really come in, they're using it under another law. I can't think of the name of the law, but it's for the law to try to keep you from having children uh, be abused on the Internet. But in the underlying aspects of that law, it's trying to get this cryptocurrency cases set up where you have a centralized party overseeing everything. So it's all been done it's being done like underhanded behind, you know, closed doors. But I do feel like because 
they can say, look, we've got to change the way we do cryptocurrency because the Russians can bypass the sanctions. But if we get where we can control who knows what's going on in cryptocurrency and modify that a lot better than what it's being done, hey, we're right where we need to be. And if you noticed during the Super Bowl, the most, most of the major ads were all crypto ads. And if you've been paying attention to advertisement, if you watch TV, you've been seeing a lot of new ads about cryptocurrency. Plus the fact that they want you to use electric vehicles. And I think it was really unique the other day when Biden was trying to say, well, you know, we're going to cut out Russia and the oil thing. And then they had our illustrious vice president show up and say, oh, yes, this is really good. We need all to go to electric cars because if we do that, then we're going to meet the net zero that the climate change people all want us to go to under the World uh, Health Organization and the World Economic Forum and the UN's 17 sustained sustainability goals. I mean, it all falls back. Everything that's happening is trying to get us to understand that in the name of climate crisis, we're going to be forced to do certain things. And I do think that, you know, Putin is definitely Christian I mean, he's a Russian Orthodox Christian. You know, studying him, he he's very devoted in that. Um, and the fact that, you know, we are Christians, you know, and there's a connectability to what he believes and what we believe as Protestants. But the thing that's most interesting out of all of this is that it's coming at a time when everything else in the world is lining up perfectly with what we have been told in the book of Revelation will be the tribulation period. So when you see that and you see how it's all coming, how it's all coming together, you can't discredit that this is all being set up for a purpose for something else to occur. And I truly believe instead of us standing back and saying, I don't like him and he doesn't like this, I'm like, what is the real agenda because, you know, John, in, in the end, when you stop and think about it, during the tribulation, the kings of the east are going to have to come across somewhere to come into Israel for the battle of Armageddon. Yep. And looking at Ukraine and what's the land masses that are there and how you can come across from Russia and come across Ukraine and come down and come toward Israel, you can kind of see why that land mass would kind of be important, as well as the resources that are there. But the biggest thing is that we're forgetting is it says that the kings of the east are going to come against, you know, the the country of Israel. Unfortunately, the people who are a part of that, let's say the other EU people, United Nations people, whatever, are not going to be co- coordinating themselves under the auspices of a good person. In fact, that person that we will all fall under Many people will think is the Messiah. You know, he's going to save the world. As Christians, we know that that means going to be the Antichrist. So my question is, does Putin already know that what's going to come down the pike is that he's going to fight the Antichrist at this battle there in the middle, you know, in the Middle East with Israel and all of that at the at the Battle of Armageddon, because we are going to be united, the United States, Britain. All of those countries will be united under a kind of a new world order with a new world person overseeing everything, and that person 
we've been told is not the savior for the earth. He's actually the Antichrist. So it's 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 one of those kind of things where you go, what is really the agenda of all of this? Because we know that China, you know, definitely has the huge number of army that's talked about when you come across the Euphrates River when it's dried up and coming in. We know that that river has been very less and less and less. And with the Aswan Dam that was built, that coming across that area will be very simple and very easy so i'm kind of seeing you know all the horsemen of the apocalypse lining up in perfect pictures and um we've definitely gone from what i think the ecological desire to control humanity under these climate crisis and it's the worship of mother earth which is what all these guys that run everything are uh connected to each other with through their lineages and i see it happening um and moving kind of fast pretty fast from every time that we talk from each month it's a little bit closer and it's meeting all the little criteria to bring about that battle and so i think we can see this is lining up to bring about that battle of armageddon there in the valley of medigata yeah and i i had mentioned earlier <clears throat> now I, I bounce things off of people and we pray and I try to get spiritual feedback to validate things and such but you know I had something come flying across my desk and the Lord speaks to me a lot of times through electronics because I have, I'm so connected electronically I have been since late like 1988 um, um, but anyway the um so I, I put this up on Facebook just to see, and everybody's responding to it very positively. So that that's another good sign. But I, I, put, I said, look at how in the second seal, God gives a great sort of power to the red horse. I said, this may be that God is giving Russia power to do what they must do. Mm-hmm. Conflict on the earth. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, come and see. A horse, fiery and red, went out, and it was granted by God uh, to the one who sat on the horse to take peace from the earth and that people should kill one another and that there was given to him a great sword. Now, Putin's intention, I believe, originally was exactly what he said. He wanted to go in, clean out the Nazis, which are a big part. These are real Nazis. I have the documentaries. I'm I'm a little bit of a buff of World War II. I know exactly what happened. The Ukrainian army joined Hitler immediately and started slaughtering their own people and slaughtering people in Poland. They were horrible people. And they're doing it right now. They're the ones that are blowing up. They're the ones. Putin is spending more time Instead of going in and taking out the Ukrainian army and the Nazis that are in there that have been terrifying the people in the, in the Ukraine forever because I got friends over there, I am, I'm, I'm, he's spending more time saving lives right now while those Nazis are blowing up apartment buildings and blaming it on him. And now the mainstream lying fake news media is out there claiming that Russia is going to take some of their bioweapons and use them against the people of the Ukraine. Putin would never do that. He would never do that. He had a mission. He wanted to go in and clean house because 
Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people have been getting slaughtered in, Do- in the Donbass region now for the last, well, like since 2014. And he, he had enough. So, well, that's you know, kind of what it, I was it, trying to say, you know, with the thing that happened over there in Egypt and Morbuck when they went there and, you know, did that. They were trying, the people were trying to make a difference uh, with their situation as far as uh, economy and stuff. But what happened is they started unloading all these people that had the same cell phones and, and these blue towels so they could identify each other. And then the, the it all escalated. And then Egypt, you know, fell from uh, the grace of that person that was there, and the new system was put in. It's it's all planned, and it, and it's a game, and it's uh, and we saw that even in the United States when we'd have these mobs, you know, in downtown big cities, and all of a sudden these groups would come in and they would get into mob mentality and do stuff that really I don't think had been the initial plan. We saw that when Trump was up there yeah. uh, having his little thing, and then all that ended up over there at the, you know, the Senate buildings and all that. That was that was all a staged thing. And when you well, look you know, back at it, you, you can see that the same right? thing has happened with Putin. You, you know, you know the concept of rope a dope, right? Have you ever heard of that rope a dope? Yes. Okay. So, okay, good, good. And for those who don't know what rope a dope is, it I believe it was Muhammad Ali who invented it. Where it could have been Foreman, but I thought it was, I think it's Muhammad Ali. Anyway, rope a yeah. It's a strategy whereby you, you come out strong, like you're big and you're bad, and then you let, mm-hmm. your, your, you let your enemy beat on you a little bit. In other words, you, you kind of sucker punch them. You let them punch you, punch you, punch you, and you back up, right. back up, back up. You back up, back up, back up. And then when they think they have got you cornered, then, then you come you launch out. a massive attack against them because they don't see it coming. Yes. And I think they rope a dope. Putin is what happened. He, I really think he wanted to go in, clean house, get out of there, and, and let well enough alone and put his own guy in charge and get rid of that freak, uh, Volensky or whatever his name is. Um, you know, he, that guy is definitely a Nazi. I mean, he's part of the Chabad group. He's part of the, you know, the, you know all about Chabad and all that creepy, weird you know, um, uh, satanic stuff. But anyway, he's all—he's part of all that. He's part of the World Economic Forum. He's part of Klaus Schwab's group. Yes. You know, it, it is creepy stuff that's going on. Um, um, Zen. Well, the thing about in? it is, when you start finding well, oh, the people's okay, names into all this, they're all connected. Every one, every one of these people well, are, are connected. You do the research; they, they're connected. Uh, they, you're right, but here's the here's the hardest thing for human beings, including everybody on this call. We all have the similarities in our DNA. The light is on, the light is off. The man is good, the man is bad. A person's saved, a person's not saved. We are very digital in the way we think. But we also know that the, the Masons have the blue lot, the blue levels, and all they want is yes. to go and say maha bone and eat chicken wings. When you when exactly we under, when we understand that there's this almost limitless hierarchy and that these people eat their young so yes. they can be and part of the blood. world economic forum they can be bad bad people but and they can be part of the club but it doesn't mean they're not going to get eaten and sacrificed so right. that's For the greater where good it becomes 
Right, because to us, we're trying to say, is Putin good? Is Putin bad? Is Trump good? That's right. Is Trump bad? It's not that That's right. simple. <laughs> then, not. you want to jump and in real quick, that, is it? Yeah, until you, you get that understanding, it's like with the Democrats and Republicans, used to be everybody so, oh, you were a Democrat or Republican. I'm like, what if I told you they were both on the same system? <laughs> You know, it's just a thought process. And people were like, oh, my gosh, that's terrible. But what you're saying is very true, John, very true. Yeah, imagine a 100 levels of evil, and they're all willing to throw each other under the bus at any given moment. I mean, how do you figure that out? They know they're they're all going to hell. I mean, you know, it's kind of like they're here for one purpose, and that's to destroy God's people. But they see it as for their best interest. They think Satan is God. They think oh, yes, he's they the great do. architect Without of the universe. Doubt. They think Satan's going right. to win, and they think that they're going to be in with the in crowd because they're part of the elites <laughs> and they're Klaus Schwab's buddies. They don't realize that That's Klaus right. Schwab is going to throw them under the bus and back over them 70 times, and they're going to be used. They're going to be used to bring – look, they're all vulnerable to being used. They eat their young. They're all, yes. they're all in danger, and boy, are they going to be surprised. Just like it says in Revelation chapter 6, 12 through 17, they're going to hide in the rocks. They're going to go in their deep underground bases, and God's going to find them anyway, and they're going to be sorry. But anyway, Zen, do you That's want to right. chime in? Yeah, sure. Um, I think the hardest thing for people to realize is that from the top down, um, the Illuminati, the um, the powers, the principalities, they're they're controlling everything, and the opposition is an illusion. Uh, the false left-right paradigm. It, it's hard for people to wrap their minds around that um, the agenda is set and that both sides are prepared and funded and given uh the power to divide the people to create minorities and to have people um go at each other's throats while they sit behind the the you know in the back behind the curtain and like Oz behind the mask uh they pull all the strings uh the whole thing of you know the controlled opposition the left and the right democrat republican it's all a charade it's all theatrics and everybody gets wrapped up in you know supporting one side or the other but they're all getting played and nobody can understand that aspect of it and because of that uh, everybody expends all their energy supporting something that really is uh, contrary and has nothing uh, as far as benefiting them or looking after, like we still believe our vote has power to change or to, you know, select presidents or to bring people into office. And all of that is also a dog and pony show. Um, the whole thing that, you know, as far as the escalation of the war in Ukraine and what we see happening in this day and age i think the most important aspect is to review the the letter that um 
Albert Pike sent to Giuseppe Mazzini speaking about their need to foment these three global wars in order to bring forth this one world government, one world political religious institution. And it's not just to establish global dominance, but it's to create a uh, economic global control grid matrix, which then can be handed over and bring forth Lucifer, the Antichrist, and that is the whole, really the whole agenda behind everything that we're seeing. So I want to just share this really quickly, and I know probably your listeners are, uh, you know, aware of this, but this was written back in the 1800s. It says, the Third World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences caused by the agenture of the Illuminati between the political Zionists and the leaders of the Islamic world. The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam, the Muslim Arabic world, and the political Zionism, the state of Israel, mutually destroy each other. Meanwhile, the other nations, once more divided on this issue, will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economical exhaustion. We shall then unleash the nihilists and the atheists, and we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm, which in all its horror will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, the origin of savagery, and of most bloody turmoil. And then everywhere, the citizens obliged to defend themselves against the world minority of revolutionaries will exterminate those destroyers of civilization. And the multitude, disillusioned with Christianity, whose deistic spirits will from that moment be without compass or direction, anxious for an idea but without knowing where to render its adoration will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer brought finally out in the public view. This manifestation will result from the general reactionary movement which will follow the destruction of Christianity and atheism both conquered and exterminated at the same time. So when you read the protocols of the learned elders of Zion and the Illuminati secret covenant, you see that they have been planning a a new world order for a very long time, a social economic cataclysm, and that they would at that point then bring forth their king despot. But before that time, we have, as as it says in scriptures, the wars, the rumors of wars, earthquakes and uh, the, you know, the uh, waves and the seas roaring, famines and pestilences. All of these things are playing out in order to drive the agenda, which is uniting this, the world in what will be cataclysm and conflagration. And it's at that point that the Antichrist will be brought forth, the false Mahdi. And so 
everything's been planned you know, hundreds of years in advance. And, you know, again, the people being simple-minded, not being able to understand the greater agenda, they are caught up in the, uh, the false scenario of this dog and pony show that is the um, controlled opposition of the false left-right paradigm. And, and um, you know, it's hard to explain it to people. And that's why, you know, in the scriptures, it also says that, you know, my people are killed for lack of uh, knowledge. And most of the world will simply not understand and not get it. That's so true. <clears throat> and it's very sobering, too, because we're seeing it happen around us. I mean, uh, I, I <clears throat> excuse me, I mentioned it earlier on the program, you know, uh, there, there's this lady, her name is Dobby, and she, every time I go up to see my family at Christmas in Pennsylvania, she's like one of my favorite people. She is just hilarious. And, um, you know, I always really look forward to seeing her, and she goes out, you know, for you know, my, my, you know, they're in their seventies, you know, and so then I get a call, I get a call and I, I, you know, my sister Marilyn tells me that Dobby just passed away and I'm like, Oh, no way. And I, of course I cried and stuff cause I really love her. She's awesome. <clears throat> and then I talked to Kelly, who is the daughter of one of the girls, you know, the, that go out together with Dobby, et cetera, find out that Dobby's doctor told her that she needed to go get a booster shot. She took the J&J, which doesn't have the mRNA in it, and she was fine. Her doctor then says, go get a booster shot, and tells her to go get one of the mRNA ones. Three days later, she's dead. You know, then, then I get a call from my, my ex-wife, and her dad is, he can't breathe. And they misdiagnosed him as having um, bronchitis. And my, my, my ex-wife is a nurse. And she's like, it's not bronchitis. And I said, well, that means he's, he's got the blood clots in his lungs. That's why he can't breathe. And I said, you, I said and there's, a, there's actually a cure for that. It's called uh, uh, chlorine um, dioxide. But nobody will give it to him. So I told her, I said, you, you know, you've you got to call your dad and get him to put a handful of aspirin down his throat. And get that blood thinned out, you know, and then we prayed for him and everything. But people are dropping all over. And we haven't even be, we're, we're, we're at the tip of the iceberg. This is the beginning of the ugly. Whatever right. we're experiencing right now is like, I, I told people earlier on the show, I said, listen, whatever the ugly is that you're going through right now, multiply it times 100. Because that's mm-hmm. how ugly it's going to get. So, you know, it's, just, it's very difficult for people like me to deal with because, I'm an emotional sponge, you know what I'm saying? I can't, ha- you know, I have a hard time dealing with all this ugly, you know. Um, Joy? Joy's still connected, but I don't hear her. I wonder if she muted her phone. Joy? I see her there. Oh, no. Joy just dropped. But I know you're there, Zen. Hmm. She'll call back. I am. Yeah, 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 you're you're live. You're you're sounding good. Yeah, the the, the yeah. Blog, blog talk rate. Wait, there she is. There she is. Okay, hold on just a second. Let me bring her live. Uh, all right, Joy, are you there? Yes, I, I don't know what happened. Uh, probably because I was fixing to quote Hitler. <laughs> I had looked yeah. back uh, and, and, and my no, book blog about. Talk has been, 
it's dorking up. Blog Talk Radio is dorking up. I am 90% sure that Blog Talk is having some pretty major problems. And I, I won't get into all the details, but I can tell you, I'm I'm talking now. Zen knows how Blog Talk works. I had to call in as a guest on myself to be able to make it work. Yeah. So anyway, this may be the way I do. <laughs> this may be the way I do shows for the rest of our time here on Earth. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I look back because I wanted to quote this because Hitler wrote these words in Mincomp, the book that he wrote that everybody, you know, studies and everything. But he actually, he told us what was going to be happening. And I'm going to quote from what he wrote there in, that, in his book. By means of shrewd lies, unremittingly repeated, it is possible to make people believe that heaven is hell and hell is heaven. The greater the lie, the more readily it will be believed. And now those are those are direct quoted words from Hitler. And so to me, I mean, we look at it right now. That's the game that's being played. And the more it can be used to make people believe one thing and get people to do the other, it's no different than what you were talking about with. Uh, uh, rope a dope thing. I mean, everything like that. It's a Glenn principle. It's double speak. Everything is being played out in such a way that you can't really tell. Is somebody really telling you the truth on TV at all? I mean, literally everything's spun whatever way that their sponsors want it to be spun. And so your trust is you got to get to the point that if you're going to do research like we do, that you got to spend time finding out who wrote it, where did it come from, and to try to find the resources of where they got their information from to make it, I mean, credible as far as trying to do research on it. So, yeah, I mean, we're at a time period where everything is being played against humanity. And seeing what you see is not what you get. So people need to be very vigilant about what they're being told. I mean, we saw this happen like you talked about with the bioweapons, with the release of a bioweapon upon this world. I mean, it's been literally, if you stop and think about what has happened, it is that we are at war, and we are at war on, on really humanity. It, it That's one of those things that's never really, I don't think, in human history has ever had anything just put out to do nothing but destroy humanity. And so we're living in a time right now when everything that can be unleashed against a human being is going to happen. And I will totally agree with you that if you think things are bad right now, it's only going to get worse. And it's going to get more than a 100 times worse. It's going to get a 1,000 times worse with things because Satan and his demonic entities are here with us. I was looking at a thing today about uh, people who went to cast out you know, in the past and the years back in, the, in Scripture, they were going to cast out a demon. And they were the sons of Teba. And when they went to approach this man to cast out this demon, he said, I know Jesus and I know Paul, but I don't know you. And the man turned around with this, you know, evil energy of a spirit within him and literally attacked them and really hurt them. So, you know, when people try to think that these demonic entities and that Satan is some 
thing that's not real and like a little man with a you know pitchfork and a red suit on, you better get your life in order and start reading the scriptures because as we head more into this, these things that are lining up are only get closer and closer together with greater intensity. And you can look at the gas prices going up. Those gas prices are going to affect the farming operations. You can already see yep. that the wheat prices are getting escalating. I mean, we're getting to the yep. point of all the things of Revelation coming to pass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it, 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 it's, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable. and I mean, it's totally believable. Um, there was this um, prophecy that I read and and I'll I'll just you know skip to the one part, but basically it was from 2013 from this lady named Bonnie in Australia, and um and a small part of it was things when things start to happen, you know it it, start, it started out and basically said you're going to have to walk through a period of ugly, you know a period of darkness is what it said, uh, you mm-hmm. will have to walk through a period of darkness, which I we, I already knew that you know, but anyway. Then it said, when things begin to happen, they will happen so quickly in rapid-fire succession that you will barely be able to catch your breath between mm-hmm. the events. And we already got Klaus telling everybody, all right, all right. You, know, you know, they do that thing, you know, it, it's, it's for plausible deniability. It's the same thing that, you know, a crime syndicate boss would do. Crime syndicate boss doesn't sit at a table and say, hey, you, Paul, go kill the president. He doesn't do that. What he does is he yeah. goes, I, I think that it would be a good thing if something bad might happen to the president. But, you exactly. know, I didn't really say that. You know, so they, they, but, but their minions take it as an order. So when Klaus is hinting around about how wonderful it would be that, you know, there was a massive blackout and the power grid would go down, he, you know, <laughs> he, he words it in such a way, it would be the thing that would accelerate us to global reset version 2.0 faster than anything is if there was a great, a great blackout. Okay, well, mm-hmm. his minions are going, they're taking notes, man. They're going, hey, 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 Klaus just said we need to do a cyber attack, you know? So we got to buckle up. I mean, we don't know what's coming next, and we don't know when it's coming, but we got a pretty good idea what's coming. Well, it's no different than, you know, Prince Philip. Before he died, he, you know, he was this big ecological promotion of trying to, you know, reduce the population of planet Earth. And he said when he died, he hoped he could come back as a virus and attack humanity and, and reduce the population of the world. I mean, and what are the odds that when he kicks out of here, we have this huge virus thing going on? I mean, it's, it's like you say, they know the future as far as what they're planning. And, um, you know, unless you understand what happened in the garden. And you understand that it's the wheat and tares here on this planet, they are not like us. They look like us. They act like us, but they're not of us. You just can't get how terrible this situation is. And uh, and it's a bad thing because, you know, there's more of them now than they are of us because it says it'll be like the days of Noah. And if you go back and look at Noah's lineage, there wasn't too many of them left, and the earth was being destroyed 
by evil and wicked, and that's what brought about that flood. So we are living, like it says, those last days are going to be like the days of Noah. And we are living in that time period where people do not care for their fellow man at all. I mean, literally, they'll walk by somebody and take a picture of them dying instead of trying to help them. I mean, it's, it's the craziest thing you've just ever seen happen. And, you know, the the fact that we have so many people who are really having serious situations with mental health problems, I mean, the kinds of questions, when I started doing the AMA show uh, on at the end of the month of every month, Ben Zinn was so glad, and I'm so glad that he was able to let me do this uh, as part of his uh, setup there on on the YouTube channel. I have had just, in, I guess, been inundated with the types of unhappiness and, and unsettledness and evil and evil spirits and just sexual problems. I mean, you just can't imagine the questions that I get, and some of them are so bad, John, that. I, I can't put them on on YouTube. People would would pass out on some of the stuff that I get sent and how terrible and what's going on in these families and, and what people are doing. I mean, it really will cause your skin to crawl. So things are not good. They're not good, and they're going to get worse. No. Yeah. No, I, I, think, I think the stuff that we're not seeing right now is the stuff that's the worst. And I, I, so to your point, you know, I, one of the examples I like to use because it's so painfully obvious when you think about it, but we're so distracted by the sleight of hand that's, you know, all, it's all, all these different sleights of hands that are happening on a global level right now are all ending. You got to know the end game, and when you know the end game, then it all makes sense. But think about it. How many millions of people received subsidies from the federal government in the United States, you know, to, you know, rent forgiveness? Um, They got rent forgiveness. They got mortgage forgiveness because of the pandemic. But you know what? They never put anything in those bills to protect them from the landlords coming back with a big fat bill when the rent forgiveness was over. They're, those people are all out in the streets. There are millions of people. Maryland just instituted a law that said tent cities are now legal and they cannot be touched by the police at all. So now, because they, they have such a horrible, I mean, there's millions of people that have no place to live. Children, kids, moms, dads, all because they, they were dealing with an impossible situation. They took the subsidy and the Satan blood-drinking, baby-killing entities that instituted that that what seemed to be a good thing never put a provision in there to prevent them to go into collections once the subsidy was over. And they're all out in the streets. They're gone. They're toast. Okay, and we don't see these things. These that's just one example. What about what about the mental disorders? What about there the problem with immunodeficiency, okay, you can call it AIDS if you want to. I, I think that might distract a little bit from it. But basically, when your immune system becomes disabled or greatly reduced in its effectiveness, which is a guaranteed result for anybody who took the mRNA vaccine that didn't have the protection of the blood of the Lord Jesus on them. They, those people, the myriad, there, there's got to be, 
a hundred. If there's a hundred, there's probably three hundred different ailments, leukemia, all kinds of sicknesses that are going to manifest mental disorders are, are manifesting in the children, in the teenagers, in the adults, like you, not, not to the degree that you're going through with your show, but I get input from people and they're saying things like, people are nuts, people are crazy. Yeah. I mean, and, and, yeah. and, and they're, what they're doing, what they're really, what they're trying to convey is that they go shopping and some lady in aisle five just starts flipping out and screaming or something like that. Or somebody, you know, people are like driving insanely, like 60 miles an hour in a 30 zone and, and like cutting them off and flipping their fingers out the window. I mean, people are, they're losing it. They're yeah. losing it. And I have a they feeling re- they it's really way, are. way worse. They are. And you know well, what? The thing is, and you know what? Thing is, is... Well, I was just going to say Dimitri Dudeman saw that the United States was going to bring, in, in his book, Through the Fire Without Burning, he, the Lord showed him a vision. And, and I've seen other pro- prophetic words that also confirm this, that the United States is going to go into a true blue for real civil war. And guess what? It's it's all there. All the ingredients that are necessary, the the anger, the hatred, the it basically borderline insanity that has to be a part of the human psyche to cause people to just grab weapons, go into the streets and just start randomly shooting people. The ingredients are already there. The cake is already baked. All we need is one trigger event, something big, like one of the Klaus Schwab things to happen, and it's game over. Well, you know, I think one of the things that I've been watching, too, is this fact that we've got a lot of these uh, near-Earth asteroids that are really getting close to us. And, you know, they keep saying, oh, this one could hit us, that one could hit us. And we all know that the one that's going to hit us is probably going to come from behind the sun because they've got that Luciferian uh, telescope out there in the middle of those Indian reservation lands waiting to see it because when it comes out, it'll be so fast and it'll be on us, there's nothing we can do about it. But I think that the thing is that, that really is the thing that's going to do some kind of major damage to the world, Earth. And when it does, then there will be no other chance for anybody to do but to listen to the wrong people to kind of try to get through a situation and not realize that who they're listening to all the time, this has been a setup and a place for a crisis to happen with their answers ready to take over. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, they... they, they Thank goodness, and this is the one thing that I'm I'm really, amidst all of the ugly and the sadness and, you know, because how can you, I know that from your AMA show, I know that that has to have a, a, a an emotionally negative and very difficult impact on you, because how could it not? 
And well, when you see people I, hurting that bad, John, when you really read right. about how bad situations are, and like I say, there's there's certain things that because we are being you know under surveillance, there's certain things that you cannot even bring up, or they will shut you down while you're talking about it in in mid sentence. So you have to be careful even in how you answer some of the questions. But it is pretty serious when you have people just crying really for help. And wanting to know what can I do, and, and the kinds of evil that people are doing, you know, if if I wasn't a strong faith, you know, believing person, you could really be rocked by some of the things that I read that people do. I mean, you're just kind of like, wow, where where could you your mind be to be able to think that's even uh, normal in any form or fashion as far as being human? And when you see it constantly being brought, you know, tell, tell me how to to say prayers to get rid of demons. Tell me who can I talk to about, you know, demon possession, and and I'm afraid they're going to kill me. I mean, there are things like that. But then it goes into the sexual kinds of things that are going on and the manipulation of the children. Oh, my gosh. It, like I say, it just gets to the point sometimes you're like, I cannot believe that people could live any day. And, you know, a lot of us under COVID, we had to, you know, be restrained into our homes. And if you didn't have a good home set up, here you were living in that day after day where a lot of people get away from those situations by going to school or going to college or going to work. And then when you had all that shut down and everybody was forced to be under each other in certain situations, that was very detrimental to the mental health of some serious situations. Yeah, I studied satanic ritual abuse for years. Um, And then um, I got lonely after Trump got elected because a lot of the prophecies about Obama starting martial law didn't come true. And I went ahead and started praying to the Lord for, you know, over that issue. And long story short, a very pretty girl entered into my life, and I thought it was from the Lord. What it was was she was a victim of satanic ritual abuse. And if you understand that, it's multiple personality disorder. They have their normal personality, and then they have the altars. The altars during the ritual abuse is where they inject the strong men demons. And anyway, long story short, this I got thrown down the hall. It, the oh, attack yes. came at, uh, at about 1 o'clock in the morning. I was already in bed. And this entity, she went into an altar. The demon manifested, and it tried to kill me. Um, an angel had to have been holding her down because she had superhuman strength, of course. And um, I lifted my phone up, and... My finger was half bit off. Um, my face was completely, my whole upper body was completely bleeding um, real bad because it was ripping me to shreds. And I lifted my phone up and miraculously was able to hold this extremely powerful entity down. And I called, I was able to hit 911, and I screamed at the top of my lungs. Now, you have to understand, normally... I would just go after, but the problem is satanic ritual abuse isn't the same as normal demon possession. It's very, very different. And you can't just say, in the name of Jesus, get the heck out of here. It doesn't work like that. I actually got calls from, uh, you know, Todd White, right? 
Well, I had yes. um, a, a guy that is a good friend of mine who was invited to travel with Todd White uh, at a revival, uh, and he was at he was at the revival at the time in Orlando, and um, he he called me on the phone and he said, John, he goes, I know you know a lot about this stuff, and we got somebody up on the stage and we can't get the demons out of her. And they were just casting demons out left and right. People were going out in the spirit. Demons were leaving. People were getting delivered, and it was a beautiful thing. But they had one individual on the stage, and he called. He was behind the stage. He walked behind the stage, behind the curtain, while Todd White was still doing his thing up on the stage. And he calls me up on the phone, and he says, John, I need to talk to you. We got somebody here, but we can't get the demons out of them. And I said, well, how are they behaving? What is going on? This, that, and the other thing. And he told me a little bit about it, and I said, uh-oh. I said, you're not going to be able to. So I said, you're just not going to be able to. And I said, this is, this is a victim of satanic ritual abuse. And those demons are inside of altars. And, and each one of the individual personalities is a separate soul because they split the soul. And then they inject the demons into the souls in, as part of the ritual abuse. And them demons ain't coming out. You've got to go to each one of those individual personalities. And each one yes. of those individual, first off, they have to remember. And they don't remember. They, they, they cause the person not to remember. And they don't start getting their memory of what the abuse was until they get into their late 30s, early 40s. They don't remember it. And until that time, they are mind control slaves. And so what happens, and, and they're programmed for specific things. Sometimes they're programmed to do sexual things and to bring you down. You may be a senior pastor of a church, and they'll send one of these girls in to, to charm the senior pastor and cause the church to, to collapse. That may be mm -hmm. their mission. Other times, in my case, she was sent to me to kill me. Okay, it was to kill me. And she literally... I, I don't even like to use the word she because she was a beautiful person. I loved her. But, boy, when that altar, when that demon decided it was going to kill me at 1 o'clock, I, I screamed into the phone, help me, help me, she's trying to kill me. Now, of course, I'm not going to say it's a demon to the police, right? So, anyway, right. anytime, I, my body, I was twice her size, easily picked me up, threw me all the way down the hall, threw me down the stairs, took my head, and smashed it into the wall, and the hole in the drywall is still there with the blood dripping down from it. I put a tin sign over it to hide it. Um, and, and by the time I got my act together enough, because I was dazed, um, and by that time there's like four police cars in front of the house, um, and, um, uh, and I, I was dazed, the entity was already very calm and out telling the police that I tried to kill it, which I didn't, of course. And by, and then I walked out. Now, in Florida, the the sheriffs are commanded, you know, if there's a domestic dispute, they're commanded to take the male to jail. Okay, so if there's if there is a domestic dispute if, and, and there's bruises, any sign of somebody being hurt, they check for bruises, and then they take the testimonies. But the sheriffs are commanded to take the male, the man of the house, to jail. That's what they're commanded mm -hmm. to do. Okay, I walked out of the house. I didn't have my shirt on because I was asleep when it, the attack occurred. And I walked out of the house. It was already telling the sheriffs that I tried to kill it, her, and very calmly explaining that I tried to kill her. 
I walk out of the house and there's just blood rolling down my upper body. I have a contusion bigger than a softball on the side of my head. The the sheriff in charge look, took one look at me, and he he was very quiet. He just looked right at me, and I <laughs> I could the only words I could get out of my mouth was, "I have cameras." And he looked at me and he says, "We know you do." And then he turned over to the other sheriff and he said, "Put the cuffs on her," and they threw her in the back of the police car. But I knew it wasn't her fault. I knew it wasn't her fault, so I went down to the state attorney's office, and I, I told her what the psychiatrists would say, and that is that she has schizophrenia, because that's what mm-hmm. they always diagnose multiple personality disorder that's as, they always, right? And yeah, then that's that what got her have. off. Yeah, so that got her off, and, and her mom came down and got her and took her away and all that kind of stuff. I'm leaving a ton of stuff out. I had Dr. Preston Bailey set up to get her delivered because he specializes in SRIDID, and it takes forever to get all the demons out because they got to get each one of the altars to confess to their sins. That releases the demons right to stay there, and then they can cast the demon out. And if they have, like, 50 altars, they got to do it for every one of the individual soul rooms so it can take them years to get rid of all the demons. And, and that's what I told, uh, you know, my, my, my buddy who was at the Todd White concert. I was like, no, you got SRADID there, bro. You're not going to get that demon out of there. There's a bunch of demons in that woman, and you're not going to be able to get it out. And he's like, oh, crap, <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> like, she's on the stage, like, get the demon out of me, you know. And, you know, there's just we're in a very, very dark time right now. 